Mine is hate hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave. You ever heard that one, Joe? It's a country well, song. Is it on, really? Uh, spin on Mark yeah. Twain. Who's who sung it? I'm looking. I'm looking. Hang on. Boy, I heard a great Christmas country song over the weekend. Who the hell was it? Some people light up a room when they arrive, some when they go. Huh? Isn't that a Mark Twain deal? Oh, I'm. we're supposed to watch that. What's that movie you cited the other day with uh, the guy that played Bond? Daniel Craig. Glass Onion? Yeah. Somebody sent the email said, we really need to go see it. It's fantastic. It's on Netflix it's beginning on Netflix, Friday. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it is? Yeah. It's oh. it's already on Netflix as my wife started watching it yesterday. Oh, I thought it was in the theater. I thought it was uh, Friday. This theater. Friday. I ain't theater. going to no movie theater. Why not? Theater. Uh, you know what? You, you went feel... to see Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I think that's the last film I saw in a theater. Did you see what that effort grossed for the year? No. I, I hope get... he has points. You hope what? I hope he's getting a taste. Oh, I'm sure. It's probably the only reason he did it. I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you walk away. Tony Stampley. Okay. Oh, did you guys get this email from Mary? No. Yeah. What? What? Just put. It I think on this the is sheet new, this is new for this year. I was told about this, and I forgot What's to it mention say? it. To, it doesn't apply to you. Just to John and Rookie. Just write it on the sheet somewhere. Is that the yeah. idea? We're gonna just moron go down to the lunchroom. Good day, boy. T- no one's happier right now than Tom Johnny. <laughs> you know Tom downstairs. Sure. Yeah. I walked down there to grab some lunch. You know, his little posture or whatever. Yep. He's got his feet up. He's like, oh, this is great. There's <laughs> just nobody here. <laughs> uh, well, um, I what was I looking up? Um, I don't know. I was wrong. I made fun of Dylan, but Los Angeles to Albuquerque is 11 and a half hours. I thought it was a lot closer than that. Yeah, he was today. He was thinking, uh, he said, I might drive back. He hates driving in winter at night. He likes it in summer. Oh, but I don't, I don't. I don't. So know. He said he may stop in Des Moines if it's you know six. Where o'clock. did he get to yesterday? How how far did he? Uh, get yesterday to? he was in Dodge City. Dodge City, Iowa, Kansas. Does he know oh. that he missed Christmas? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have <laughs> okay. Christmas now, yeah. Joe. All right. Oh, yeah. can we come over? <laughs> no, okay. once you bumble. What are you making there? Uh, it's gonna be probably a small turkey breast and. Cheesy potatoes and Brussels sprouts with lots John. of seasoning in the hey, oven. Hey, 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 hey. Tell mean, me who this uh, mother is complaining about CRT. Do we have any information? Oh, yeah, that's her? what I was going to look up. I, I want to look her up. Joe, another mom saying, don't do me any favors. Rick in Stillwater. Yep. Mom destroys CRT. Guy pitching solar in Minnesota. How fitting. Rick from Harlingen. From Harlingen. All right. Uh... And I am representing yeah, who is she? I'm trying to figure uh, that out, Joe. Hold on. Uh, who are you? Who are you? Who is it? Who it is? Who it is? Hello. Good evening, everyone. I um, just wanted to start out by saying thank you for the opportunity. My name is Fallon Clark, and I am representing Lex, Tennessee. What, Clark? Fallon? Fallon Clark. And in the beginning of this, it shows the, um, the not benches, but the, uh, there's, drapes in front of the tables and it says Hamilton County Schools and it sounded like she said Colorado did it not I'll play it again that okay is, it sounds good Chris uh, that's from that's about almost two years old 
Just this says it. December 17th, 2022. That's, yeah, but it's from July 21st, 2021 is when she spoke to the whatever she spoke to. Did you hear that, Joe? Well, not that it matters. I mean. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. Did you get yelled at a lot, Rook? Rook? For what? At the airport. Um, We only had a couple of delays. One Denver flight was canceled. But I don't want to play that, Reeves. Okay. The way Hamilton I handle County. it. They're eating out of the palm of my hand because I tell them what's going on. And they're not happy about I it. I saw at least they know a news report that showed the security line yesterday morning and said, I would just walk home. Yeah. Are you really, kidding me? No, that's a lot of ice. Um yeah, the lines were just <laughs> unbelievable. The best was I think this was a national report because I don't believe it was here, but there was some 25-year-old female Justin saying, I was trying to get home on uh, Christmas, Christmas and, then, and then I had to sleep overnight and then uh, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't get out the next morning. And her and her hat, guess what her hat said, boys? Snowball. What? No, you are on uh, native land. Oh. And I just thought uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Would that be irony? I, no, maybe that's not irony. Irony? Ironic, shy Ronnie, shy Ronnie, isn't it ironic? What uh, I still don't know where Hamilton County is. Tennessee, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Why do you know that this was uh, ages ago? I'm looking at it right now, January 19, 2021, on Facebook. Black Mother Destroys Critical Race Theory. Shout out to Fallon Clark of Blexit for saying what needed to be said at the Hamilton County School Board meeting. Well, I'm not playing something almost two years old. Don't get drunk. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. County. Wait a minute. Why can you play that? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was a good one. I didn't realize Alan Jackson covered this one. Which He's one? got a twangy voice. I like. Will Southwest go out of business? No, they're too big. Oh God, no. Well, they obviously are. They run by the government. They can't handle anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, I don't know why they got so out of sync with their flight plans. They, they were blaming employees. <laughs> well, and they were blaming the weather too. They had to cancel Christmas. Yeah, may have they had to. to cancel Christmas. But they're. Um, you don't bounce back from that in a week. I mean, that takes a long time to catch up with all that lost revenue. I uh, played the <clears throat> Pat and Oswald Christmas shoes video for my mother on Saturday. Did she, was she digging it? She was in tears. She was laughing so hard. I love it. And it was complete with the, uh, oh, he said, man. <laughs> the Christmas shoes. It was almost well, Christmas, Christmas time. time. Last week. Remember? No. Member? Hey, member? Hey, member? Do you remember? 81%. Do I need to? I got yak tracks. You did? Yeah. For your walk. Hello? Hello? Hello. One sir to sharing a commonality with Ingi. Does he wear yak tracks? Yes. I think all male guys do. They work. Yeah, well, what are yak tracks? No, they work so on ice. On the if ice. you're on concrete, oh. I can't stand no, I don't the, uh, them on the. Well, no, but I mean, if you're walking on the sidewalk, you're not going to take them off and put them on when you come up to ice. I used to just put my baseball cleats on. John, they're just this rubber uh, thing you put on the bottom of your shoes. They contain spiral steel. 
Ah. And for some reason, the spirals don't slip on ice. I got you. I got you. Daddy, please don't get, get drunk. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden it Store, sure which is. is our only sponsor. <laughs> well, you know what do you want to do? Sit at home and look out the window? God no! And get Boy, yeah, home. I don't have I don't have any hobbies, so I don't know what I'd do. John, you don't have any? <laughs> no, none at all. I don't read. I don't play guitar. I don't. You know, no reading. Got not nothing a hobby. to do. Why are you reading? Reading is a hobby. I what bought two about? newspapers yesterday because because the guy didn't it was so show good. And, and yeah, I, you want to read it twice, SA or whatever you're called. You want to read it twice? Yeah. <laughs> you would too, you dumbass. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said I bought two newspapers, and I said because it was so good. You wanted I, to read I, it twice. Two two no, different newspapers. I think it means. I know. Oh, okay. okay. I thought gotcha. you just grabbed two gotcha. and were uh, flying <laughs> uh, jet. Joe, I have. The clerk the, said, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. The clerk said, "Why in the hell would you want to even read a newspaper?" Oh, geez. it was oh. all I could do to just said that to the wrong guy, didn't he? No, I just I was calm. I said, "Well, because I need to know what's going on." But there's nothing good in there, and I said, "Well, you need to read it to find out what's nothing's good," or whatever I said. I it's couldn't talk. Dog. It was too. The old My Bill. guy was in there getting a roller dog. <laughs> the old Bill Hicks I bit about uh, the waitress saying, "How come you're reading?" And he Why says, "Because I, I don't want to be a bleeping waitress all my life like you Ooh. are whoa <laughs> well see i didn't want to go there uh, hopefully that's yeah. after you get your so food i can delete this you're not gonna that video you're not i'm not playing a two-year-old video uh, joe i i have bad news for you speaking of newspapers i'm i'm going to start reading all my newspapers digitally okay i'm not, not gonna have them in hand i'm sorry well you're not a man well here's the deal you, you can get the actual layout of the newspaper online i know that's what just, the cp does yeah, and and I didn't realize you could do that with the Star Tribune. So I'll be I calling like them. It. I'll be calling like them it. this week and saying I would like to cancel my uh, delivery, but I want a, a full digital subscription, which costs about seven hundred bucks less a year. So oh. <laughs> that's why I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Daddy, please. Oh, Stacy says uh, glass onion sauce on Netflix is pretty good. Thanks, Stacy. Yeah, but I didn't think it was on Netflix it, yet. It, it is. My wife was watching it yesterday. Do you have to watch Knives Out first? No. It's completely part of the Knives Out deal. It is, but it's a completely different story with different everything except Daniel Craig plays the same detective. What's the bowl game schedule for today. Did you have you seen Knives Out? I have not. Oh, it's wonderful. It, Sun's it, Out Guns is that Out. on Netflix? Sun's too? Out Guns Out. I'm sure it is, yeah. <clears throat> it's great though. Uh, it was one of the few movies that's been made in the last 10 years that I thought was worth watching. Chris? Maybe I better watch that first. It, we got the guaranteed rate bowl today, Chris. Oh, boy. Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. The guaranteed rate bowl. Dig, <laughs> bleeping day. I saw well, Country well, Jer won the, my favorite, the Quick Lane Bowl yesterday. Yeah. Well, we have actually four bowl games today. The Camellia Why, Bowl. Where are the Gophers going? Can they? And there's two weeks Thursday. left in the NFL season. What Correct. Bowl? Uh, Pinstrip, yeah. New York. They're playing at Yankee Stadium. Thursday. Can the NFL make sure Indianapolis is not televised? God, they're bad. Yeah, they're just like. I think that they had a thirty-three point lead on the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did I ever tell you the the only reason I went to the Quick Lane Bowl was to piss Roycey off? That was in Detroit, and it was successful. Is it still in Detroit? Yes, to the point is where that you were helping. I was helping Grimmer with K fans broadcast, and 
Um, well, because no one could get there because the weather was so bad. He said, are you seriously still coming? And I said, sure. Yeah, why? He said, can you spot for me and Daryl? And I said, sure. What the hell? I don't care. I'm going to be there anyway. Listen but to he what? called me. Right? He called me. He said, I swear to God, if you are serious about coming to this game, I'm going to I can't repeat what right. he said. Yeah, Fredalone's hardware and garden uh, stores. Be, before we go there, I still want to talk more bowl games. Listen <laughs> to these rec- You ready? Here's the records. Yeah. Six and six, seven and five, six and six, six and six, six and six, six and six. And then uh, in the Birmingham Bowl, we have a nine and three and seven. Birmingham. And wow. The Birmingham, Birmingham Bowl. Yes. Yes. Are games, quite nice. Are, what are the two games that mean something? Uh, Saturday, New Year's Eve. The 31st, yeah. Those are going to be good games. Would you like that I clarified that, Chris? New Year's Eve. Right. <laughs> I kept this handy bowl guide from the, the paper. The best, day. though, was when that Joe had to pre- pretend that he was interested because we were carrying him on the radio station. <laughs> when you had to preview him. When we were on- we have them on the PSC yeah because we game. had them on fifteen hundred. Oh, these are great! Oh, the beef old Brady Bowl. Yeah. I can't hey, wait. He said, Let's go for it. Beef here. What the, the hell, hell is Brady? beef old Brady? <laughs> the hell is beef old Brady? Hey, I got a beef old Brady's up here in uh, yeah up here in Andover. There's a beef oh, I didn't Brady. think they. I didn't think we had them here. Yeah, there's one. Uh, Who you? Who's a famous woman's college basketball coach? Vandeveer? Something does that ring a bell? Not Pat Summit? No. Gina Oriema? No. Lindsay Whalen? No, I think she's Stanford. Mm, I, I, with a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you. Stanford Cardinal? Cardinal. You know, it's a tree. That's sad about this Scanlon kid. I was texted oh, a link to a long story about her that appeared in The Athletic. Okay. And whoever she is, she her her sweet spot is a house on a lake in Minnesota huh. where she sure. goes to unwind. Tara Ann Vanderveer is the Stanford yeah, coach. You have an athletic subscription? No, uh, my kid linked me to it. Well, maybe he has an athletic subscription. Are you an athletic supporter? <laughs> and and hey I, I don't know why he sent it because I couldn't Such... be more interested in. Uh, why can't I be this funny on the air? I'm right. Quit saving it. We're such juveniles. Not it's one Sun pathetic. Country flight is canceled. Got a couple huh. delays, but not one cancellation. Well, isn't it pretty calm right now, isn't it? Who were the monkeys that fixed the damn planes? That's what I want to know. Hey, mm-hmm. who were the monkeys? I don't know. People say we're monkey around. All I know is I've got three more days. Singing. Tuesday, oh, Wednesday, right. Thursday. Yeah. You counting down the hours? No, I'm giving them the full. I, had, I, I was supposed to be done at 6.30 yesterday. I left at 9. Wow. I, I didn't want to leave. You know, you leave some of those ages. Did you work Christmas Day? I worked Christmas Day 1 to 9. Gross. Oh, that was fine. Eve. Did not. That was my Friday. That was Saturday. I have Friday, Saturday off. So what I didn't co- work my birthday or uh, Christmas Eve. When you start the new job, and maybe you've discussed this, I've met around, what kind of hours will you be working? Not sure. It's pretty open-ended. I don't oh, think there will it. be a schedule. I think there will be a we need you here this week at this time. And we got is this Thursday. a position where you can work remotely or is, do, you, no. do you have no, to be? No, you got to be on site. Okay. You got to be at the airport. Gotcha. You got to oversee the staff, make sure they're there. Uh, Are you going to rule with an iron staff. fist? Hey, man, I, I can't tell you how many people I have said, um, let me know how it is over there. And I just don't say that to me. I'm just going over there to work. Like, oh. I want to come and work for you over there. And I just said, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I, I can't. 
Right. Rattle on each hardware and garden stores. You know what? <laughs> Should we get her going? Yeah. Oh, did I open stream? Yeah, I did. Uh, everybody's John. in. Everybody's locked and loaded. Everybody good on ads? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Although we might have to do one because Moon wanted a couple. Yeah, but he said that's tomorrow. And Correct. Thursday. But other than that. Um... Uh, do I do frat? Yeah. Well, when? Are you ready? Yeah. Let's roll. How about now? <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 988. Wow. December 27th, 2022. 46 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1959. And it was 24 below on this day in 1886. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. When last we gathered, we had uh, Stephen C. Anderson and John Hyde. That was a fun show. And people seem to have enjoyed that, and we'll have Stephen C. joining us. January 17th at 7 p.m. in Hopkins at the Hopkins Center for the Arts. That was fun. I was to at... celebrate the 1000th podcast celebration. If you want tickets, you go to uh, garagelogic.com. Mm -hmm. First come, first serve. Mm -hmm. yep. I know uh, my son Gabriel <clears throat> gave the gift of the town council to his girlfriend's parents, Heidi and Paul. What a kiss up. Wow. No kidding. Yeah, he was really kissing up. And but he figured out how to do it. Yeah, he did. And they were very Gabe happy. probably could invent it, let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> Gabe would be teaching us how to do it. Well, and they will be in attendance for the 1000th podcast. Nice. Huge fans. I stopped at 30 bales. Uh, yeah, I think they did right away. I think that's the first thing she did. I stopped at 30 Bales Friday after the show. She uh, tasked me with some errands to, to get. Oh, okay. You know, I know the, the weather's torrential, but why don't you stop here, here, and here on your way home? It really wasn't torrential. <laughs> oh, it was really bad. Out there. Torrential would be a rainstorm, maybe. But they are very, You know, very words excited. have meaning even after Christmas. <laughs> right. So it wasn't start already, storm. but they were very excited. They're very excited at 30 bales to be a part of the 1000th podcast. It, it wasn't much of a storm in here the, in the sustainable urban core on my block, but right. I can so understand how it was a terribly difficult situation out in open blowing country. There was a and photo. Then it became quite a storm in the Buffalo area. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. and when they closed those highways, you know, they put the arm down you can't just go around them because you can't see where the road is. That's right. That's why right. they put the arm down. Right. Yeah. How do you pronounce? Is it Keok, South Dakota? It's right on I ninety in South I don't Dakota. Know. It's Johnny Cake. But the the no uh, the drift was so bad on I ninety. The freeway was closed. It <laughs> overtook the overpass. That's how deep the snow was. But but I mean I'm not wrong when I say the metro area, aside from just horribly maintained streets, yeah. was not bad at all. I would we never got you. the wind. We never got much snow. No, but what we do we like to have in the sustainable urban core is the worst drivers in the state. That's yeah. what we like to well, keep. I follow one today. She sat through two red lights and wouldn't make a left turn. Wow. Wow. Seriously? You away from the group, lady? Oh. And again, a euphorian because she was clothed in such a way that suggested to me that she managed to buy a car without a heater. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you brought that up, Joe, 
Yeah. What the hell is the deal with cars who are going to make a left turn at a light, but they won't pull out into the intersection to sit there and wait. So you end up hitting the light four times, which drives me crazy. Right. Okay. There, I got it off my chest. Off your chest. Feel better. And I I got something. (laughs) What is myrrh? Gold frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, what it what is I don't know what myrrh is. I realized that over Christmas. I'll bet none of us can answer that. We're laughing, but I'll I'll bet we can't. What's ointment or salve? What or or unguent? Why would Jesus have frankincense and myrrh was an oil? It was a it was a uh, that day's version of I suppose a skin cream spelled M Y. Okay, Bob. R R A. Skin cream. My he asked Bob asked for skin cream on Christmas Eve. I had to give my dad skin. He said, "Give me skin." I bet. Cream. I bet what it's right. I bet it's an oil or no, it's some sort of unguent a, or ointment. A fragrant gum resin obtained from certain trees and used especially in the Near East is perfumery. Medicines and incense. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a sweet, it's this nice smelling uh, ointment. Yeah. So they so run down to the three for... wise men, hit up Bethlehem. They're going to the they go uh, to Fratellonis. They fit. They hey. get some myrrh. What, hey, where's <laughs> the myrrh? Where's the myrrh? Aisle seven. Where's the myrrh at? Yeah, what aisle? <laughs> Frankincense. We're out. There's been a run. <laughs> it's good for your stomach, apparently. If you have oh, problems okay. with your stomach and intestines, well, you and don't eat it, do you? Was Jesus? Infections. I mean, well, wasn't he one perfect? Yeah. Yeah, but do you eat the myrrh? That's uh, kind of what it says here. Let me. Uh, uh, I didn't know you and, ate the myrrh. Yeah, you you use it as a flavoring component in foods and beverages. Oh, I thought it was an unguent for crows. Hey, that old fashioned, uh, a little more myrrh. Right. I always see Joseph though. You know, he's got the guys here, and he's looking around, and they bring him the frankincense, and they got the myrrh, and he's like, "Okay, you know, like Merry that? Christmas." Yeah. And then once they pull out the gold, he's kind of. Like, all right, we got to go in here. He's rubbing his hands together. <laughs> Did saying, they bring frankincense, gold, and myrrh? Yeah, frankincense, gold, and myrrh. I don't know if they were presented in that way. Frankincense has to be just incense, right? I love the smell of incense. I love this. A Chris, two o'clock at Christmas Eve was, uh, was not packed. asking you anything. You about know what that. I got? Front pew. We got there at one fifty six. It was packed. No nativity. Oh. And they had the uh, front two pew reserves, and they pushed Stevie Sheehan put me right up in the front. Did they pray for uh, Cormac Scanlon. Uh yes, I, I know I did. Yeah. That's a really yeah. sad story. Young kid, uh, Cretan, sophomore, uh, died. Hockey player? Yeah, he was playing for the St. Paul, was that, are they the Capitals? Yeah. But he was destined for the Cretan team, which is neither here nor there. He uh, he told a buddy on the bench last week, God, my calf feels funny. And then all of a sudden, oh, my arm feels funny. And somebody was smart enough to instantly call 911. And the poor guy had some strokes, and uh, he didn't make it. And uh, I guess he was a hell of a kid. He's a friend of my grandson, and it's just a bad, uh, bad time to go. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And, well, any time's uh, <clears throat> a bad time to go if you're 15 or 16. And the Scanlons have been. You know, Casey O'Brien is his cousin, mm-hmm. uh, so it's they've had a pretty tough fight with uh, with cancer over the last several years, and then to have this tragedy. And the Scanlons are, of course, St. Paul institution, wonderful uh, Mal and Nancy. Well, this should be Mal's grandson. Right, right. And I went to school with uh, Colleen, one of the daughters, and uh, Danny, and it's Joe the dad is a, is a hell of a guy. The whole family is. Gabe went to school with... Uh, um, his brother, who's the older one. It's just, it's really sad. I, I don't know how you lose a child and 
ever get over that. Well, I'm not sure you do. Nope. I'm not sure you do. Merry Christmas, Joe and the team. 35 years old and have been a fan since I was a little guy old enough to figure out how to get myself out of the car seat. <laughs> and my dad would have me sit up front in his Chevy work van and take me to jobs. <laughs> I've always considered myself a normal person. Maybe it was because I'm too simple to understand solstices. Or maybe it's because I think seasons in Minnesota are ridiculous when the time winter start, when the time winter starts, I've already blown multiple feet of snow and relented to stop wiping my nose because it's going to freeze to my mustache anyway. <laughs> I recall one time you mentioned being a 21st or just gives us hope. I like that idea. I've also turned my girlfriend onto the show and her young lad, seven years old, and I was trying to explain it all, and I couldn't. So I decided to look it up. I see your article in the Pioneer Press published in 08 and updated in 2015. What I still don't understand is when uh, are the dates of seasons. Spring started yesterday. This email was written uh, earlier. Uh, allowed to go as long or short as desired as you chose Super Bowl Sunday as the start of summer. When does summer end and autumn begin uh, and move us into winter? I know it's been explained before. Love to have a refresher, always pushing back and never missing a show. Cheers, Mayor. Chris. All right, Chris, here's the way it works. On the 21st, the winter solstice, 21sters begin to celebrate the idea the days are getting longer right incrementally okay. but they're getting longer and that's uh spring and spring lasts until about super bowl sunday and that's summer mm -hmm. summer lasts till the <laughs> <laughs> it's not long you, you take what Sum you can get <laughs> summer lasts until june 21st the summer solstice that's the last day of the days reaching their peak length. Then okay. summer ends and the days incrementally get shorter, shorter. So you have a, uh, you have a long lingering autumn mm -hmm. beginning about June 22nd. Mm -hmm. So you can get a really nice autumn. Yes. And then winter is assigned to about, Oh, I don't know, mid November to December 21st. And then spring starts again. You are so effed up. Yeah. You are not a normal person. <laughs> but it really works. It really works as a psychological trick. So here are the seasons. December 22nd to Super Bowl Sunday is spring. Yep. Uh, the day after Super Bowl Sunday to June 21st is summer. Okay. June 22nd to whatever you want to assign for winter. I'll give it November 1st. Uh, is winter. Win no. No. That's autumn. June 22nd to uh, about November 1st is autumn. That's a long autumn. That's a, long, a, yeah, a, long a lot time. of time. A long autumn. That one. And then uh, on uh, December 22nd, spring, to Super Bowl, okay. Super Bowl begins summer. I hope that clarifies. Okay. I, I didn't write that down. If I so need right to, I'll now, have you repeat it. Right Testing. now, the royal order of the 21sters are well into spring. Okay. Mm -hmm. Spring season. So, and if you think I'm nuts, then explain these morons that go to NFL games when it's 20 below and take their shirts I, off. I, it's a, I don't, it's an unnecessary well, risk. To how get many the flu. of them have died? Right. I can explain it. Alcohol. Drunkenness. 
But that's just an illusion that alcohol warms you. Mm -hmm. That's not true. No, I was meaning more it impairs your judgment. I think it does. Right. I think it does. May I, I a, ask a question relating the 21sters because this did come in an email. Yes. When do you send the the holiday card? Uh, often this relieves you of that. You don't really I mean, need do to send, send it any. in June. Merry Christmas. Right. Yes. Well, no, no. Merry, the menorah. No, Christmas is still Christmas. It's, it's still the December 25th, spring. but oh, okay. it's springtime. No, right. It's just spring. Yeah, you gotcha. can still send a Christmas card. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a ray of hope. We were we were going through. The uh, governor's new uh, commissioner appointments, yes. and we came to uh, a guy named uh, Marquart. Paul Marquart is going to be the new commissioner of revenue, and uh, this also is Chris. I don't think it's the same Chris who was wondering about the uh, no. Uh, the guy wondering about the twenty firsts was Chris Ross. This is Chris Ingebrigtsen, and he said, "I know we have to give Walls commissioner appointments the hairy eyeball." But I wanted to throw out a ray of hope for newly appointed Commissioner of Revenue, Paul Marquardt. He served in the state legislature as a DFL rep in the Clay County area for 20, year, 20 years or so, which I suppose doesn't say much about these days. Prior to that, though, he served me as my wrestling coach from third grade to 11th grade and taught me U.S. history, world history and U.S. government. His classes were far less failed than the history and government classes I had to endure at the University of Minnesota Crookston later in life. He was a good, fair, and kind coach, but I wanted to share a story where I received his ire. I headed to the locker room after a long practice one day and realized that I had left my assigned headgear in the practice room. It was a short trip back to retrieve it, but I thought, heck, they'll be there tomorrow. The next day, I did not find them, and when I told the coach about it, I had to endure a long lecture about school-owned property and my mishandling of it. That was followed up with more push-ups than I cared to do to get my headgear back. Hmm. He has been a good public servant, and I think he will be a good steward for the Department of Revenue. Well, I'll take that. Okay. See, I, I we need personal endorsements like that. People who can look at a guy like Paul Marquardt and say, that's not a bad choice. That's not a bad choice. Right, right. All right. I got yak tracks for Christmas. Yak tracks. What are those I again? walk every day. Yeah, yes. Well, now you can. You're just a rubber uh, thing. You pull over the soles of your shoes and they contain uh, spiral <laughs> wiring. Why did yeah. I think they were metal? You said they're rubber? Well, the, the rubber... The rubber housing holds the spiral. And that part goes over web. your shoe. It's a web of spiral, little spiral steel. And that's a web. And it goes under your shoe. Mm. And uh, you, it really works. You don't have to worry about slipping. They work. I do agree. But I don't like the sensation when you walk on the uh, concrete, on the well, sidewalk. Can I tell you something? It's like biting on a popsicle stick that can my I, mom doesn't like. Can I tell you something? Please. You don't wear them to walk on concrete. I know, but you, for most of your walk, you'll be on concrete. No, no. The Euphorians, the people in Liberal Lakes, Diversityville, have done a horrible job maintaining their sidewalks this year. They reflect, they reflect the city. That's why we need a department that the city just takes care of all well, the sidewalks. I got a new department for you that helps rest our case mm -hmm. in our belief that the number of administrators hired in the failed academy goes a long way to telling us what the problem is with the failed academy. Bring okay. it on, brother I'm going to bring it right close here to home. Jordy yeah. alerted me to this. I'm bringing it home to Hamlin University. 
Hamlin. Isn't that our oldest institution? I believe it or is. Or if you're a new reporter, Hamline. No, Hamline. you did not hear I Hamline. Heard that. Not, not this year. Oh, not well, I've heard Hamline all my life. Well, it's like it's a train. Right. Take the Hamline. This is from a site called frontpage.com. Muslim Students Association gets college prof fired oh. over Mohammed Ooh. painting. All right. This is uh, datelined yesterday uh, by Dan Greenfield. Okay. You don't need to go to Afghanistan or Doha to find Islamic Sharia law being enforced, complete with penalties for blasphemy. You can find it right here in America at Hamlin University in St. Paul, Minnesota, where punishing blasphemy has made a comeback courtesy of woke administrators, Islamist staffers, and Muslim Brotherhood front groups. Hmm. A fa- you get this now. Okay. A f- Reavers, put that bleeping phone down. I'm texting Kenny relating to the show. Yeah, but it's nothing you had to do now because I heard O'Brien's speech. I just got another email at 1226 that suggests otherwise. <laughs> but, but I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, Give my undivided attention. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. I don't want to get angry. <laughs> Who does? But I sometimes feel I owe it to you. Yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> A faculty member had included in their global survey of art history a session on Islamic on Islamic art, which offered an optional visual analysis and discussion of a famous medieval Islamic painting of the Prophet Muhammad. Mm. A student complained about the image's oh. inclusion in the course and led efforts to press administrators for a response. After that, the university's associate, ready for this one? The university's associate vice president of inclusive excellence oh, dear God. declared the classroom exercise undeniably inconsiderate, disrespectful, and Islamophobic. Because apparently you're not supposed to draw pictures of Muhammad. I don't know why. Neither before nor after these declarations was the faculty member given a public platform or forum to explain the classroom lecture and activity. To fill the gap on December 6, an essay written by a Hamlin professor of religion who teaches Islam, explaining the incident along with the historical context and aesthetic value of Islamic images of Muhammad, was published on the Oracle's website. The essay was taken down two days later. One day after that, Hamlin's president and associate vice president for inclusive excellence. Okay. <laughs> sent a message to all employees stating that respect for the observant Muslim students in that classroom should have superseded academic freedom. Well, this has totally failed academy. I mean, it doesn't even, shouldn't even exist. Right. right. The essay censorship and the subsequent email by two top university administrators were raised serious concerns about freedom of speech and academic freedom at the university. The instructor was released from their spring term teaching. So maybe it's a teacher that has pronouns. Yeah. Him, her, her, her. Well, they're eating their own. Yes. I mean, you can't even read a paragraph here without (laughs) the instructor was released from their spring term teaching at Hamlin and its associate vice president for inclusive excellence went on the record as stating it was decided it was best that this faculty member was no longer part of the Hamlin community. 
In other words, an instructor who showed an Islamic painting during a visual analysis, a basic exercise for art history training, was publicly impugned for hate speech and dismissed thereafter without access to due process. The Oracle, that must be Hamlin's newspaper, provides more context in a process that looks more like Pakistan than America. Hmm. Along with the involvement of the Muslim Students Association, an Islamist campus hate group whose chapters have been linked to the Muslim Brotherhood and anti-Semitic acts, the Oracle has since learned that the event in question occurred on October 6th when a professor shared two depictions of the Prophet Muhammad <coughs> in class <coughs> excuse me, while discussing Islamic art. One was a 14th century depiction of the Prophet and the other was a 16th century depiction of the prophet with veil and halo. Within Islam, I'm sorry, within Islam, there are varying beliefs regarding whether the representation of the prophet Muhammad is acceptable. The majority of those practicing Islam today believe it is forbidden to see and create representations of prophet Muhammad. I'm not, this is 16 pages long. I'm not right. going to read it. The hell with this. Hmm. Well, let me get to this though. Uh, maybe really maybe I'm stop. Maybe I'm stopping too soon. Mm -hmm. That's because the majority are Sunnis. Shiites are more relaxed about it, but woke academics pander to Sunni Islamists and have been prepped to treat. Oh, we could hear that. Oh yeah, we could hear that. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Why did that come through? Why Why can't we have pictures of Muhammad? That's because the majority of, uh, of Muslims are Sunni. Shiites are more relaxed about it, but the woke academics pander to Sunni Islamists and have been prepped to treat any depiction of a genocidal pedophile warlord as a hate crime. I guess this writer mm. thinks that Muhammad's a genocidal pedophile warlord. Aram Wedatala, a Hamlin senior, and president of Muslim Student Association was in the class at the time the photos were shared. I'm like, this can't be real, Wada Tella told the Oracle. As a Muslim and a black person, I don't feel like I belong. And I don't think I'll ever belong in a community where they don't value me as a member and they don't show the same respect that I show them. Bleep you. Come on, D'Angela Huddleston, a Hamlin senior... Uh, an MSA member, Muslim Student Association, also shared her thoughts with the Oracle. Hamlin teaches us it doesn't matter the intent. The impact is what matters, uh, Huddleston said. Wedatala emailed MSA's leadership team and members of the Hamlin administration on October 7, the day after the incident. On this same day, she met with President Fanice Miller, Dean of Students Patty Kirsten also called Wadatella and apologized for her experience. So Wadatella is a her. They. Uh, okay. They. Yeah, she. Okay. Tell me about the pronoun. I don't know. Uh, and then now I'm done. I, I don't know what to say. Before, before you're done, if you continue to read the Oracle story, Joe, yeah. the professor gave a content warning and described the nature of the pictures to be shown and their controversial nature for more than two minutes before he showed the slides. So he let everyone know what was coming, what was on the pictures, etc. So every student sitting there, this was all from a video of the class. 
every student sitting there knew exactly what was coming. So if so there shouldn't have been they any had the shock chance factor to get, yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, they had two two minutes. He talked about that and told what was coming. Well, the clip that you guys accidentally heard was I was able to grab a little bit of the audio from that classroom. Awesome. We are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Great. Uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point uh, of personal privilege. Yes. Um, guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, can we just, I know it's, we're all fresh and ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum? It's affecting my ability to one focus. Second. Thank you. Thank you, comrade. Of course. Okay, here's the speaker against name, one, chapter, pronoun. Privilege. Yes. What is that crap? Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. Wow. <clears throat> What's going to happen when um, when that young person decides to enter the workforce um, and they see something that they don't don't agree with? Here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I, I think this helps corroborate the idea that such top heavy administration lends itself to these types of actions. Okay. Uh, in other words, the uh, this fake associate professor of what is it? Excellence in diversity? No. Oh, the associate vice president of inclusive excellence. They have he or she or it has mm -hmm. to do something because now he, she, or it has this job title. It has to validate it. There, there is yep. no reason for this. What do you do? Job What's... title to exist. Right. There is no such thing as inclusive excellence. That would be undefinable. <laughs> inclusive. Excellence. There, there's no way to measure that or achieve it or determine that such a thing exists. So these top-heavy administrators, which are the reason, the the main reason the academy has failed, uh, they see if you can find Rook. Hmm. Go to the Hamlin University website and see if you can divide in some way the number of administrators. Oh, dear God. <laughs> because we know Stanford has more than 1,500 administrators, almost <laughs> whatever. No, no, oh, not 1,500. They had 1,500 Hackley. They got more than 15,000 yeah. administrators, almost one per student. And these administrators <laughs> who don't administrate anything they're ruining the academy. And in this case, somebody named the vice president of inclusive. That means there's a president of inclusive excellence. Well, of course. If there's a vice president. And to get to the to that person, would you have to get through somebody else? Oh, absolutely. Because they must have an assistant of some type. So the emails start flying, and the only person to suffer any consequence is a teacher who was being perfectly honest with the students. And as John mentioned, Warn them ahead of time. Well, it, but, it, but as you it, keep... The kids were made uncomfortable. Because that's what the administration has all these administrators in place to determine if someone's in, uncomfortable or not. Right. The teacher... Lee Hamlin. He went an, another step also. He did the two minutes explaining everything. Do we know and, the name of the teacher? Uh, no, it's not in the Oracle story. They, them. Both pictures we were meet. not negative pictures at all. They're very positive. And 
the, his whole point, and he told them this, and the it was to show how some Islamic cultures frowned on the practice of showing pictures, others do not, and these pictures are part. These two pictures are part of centuries-old books of the Prophet Muhammad that were done by Muslims. So the whole thing is just. Well, the inmates run the asylum, and yeah. it's ruined. It's, it's ruined. It's ridiculous. I would never believe now in anything that comes out of Hamlet. For most Muslims, it's an absolute prohibition. Muhammad or any of the other prophets of Islam should not be pictured in any way. Pictured as well as statues are thought to encourage the worship of idols. This is uncontroversial in many parts of the Islamic world. That according to the BBC. Well, Aram. Weta Tella, who apparently is female, uh, she was uncomfortable, so she she emailed. What did she email? She said, I don't feel like I belong. Well, uh, she emailed some administrator, and that got the ball rolling. Uh, she emailed the Muslim Student Association's leadership team and members of the Hamlet administration. And you can imagine that there were members of the administration clamoring for something to do who involved themselves in this decision. Uh, it's and, unclear at Hamlet. They don't give us a number. And Wedatella also met with President Fainese Miller. Dean of Students Patty Kirsten also called Wedatella and apologized for her experience. Note the MSA part. This was a hit organized by a campus chapter of an Islamist organization that believes in the supremacy of Islamic law over civil rights. Aram Wedatella is a Sudanese immigrant who is now imposing Islamic law, as is the norm in Sudan, on Americans. What did the professor really do that was so offensive? Nothing from an American standpoint. But the instructor's real offense was challenging Islamism by suggesting there were different approaches. That's the sort of thing that gets you beheaded. Right. Now— Man, they mean business, huh? <clears throat> Well, here's John, what John found. In the video of the class, the professor gives a content warning and describes the nature of the depiction. So the professor was aware of this admonishment. Mm -hmm. The professor is aware that in for some Muslims, uh, showing a depiction of Allah can be discomforting. Okay. So he warns the kids, right? He warns <laughs> the students. He gives a content warning and describes the nature of the depictions to be shown and reflects on their controversial nature for more than two minutes before advancing to the slides in question. Uh, okay, let me stop right there. In America, Wedatella, you had your two minutes to raise your hand and say, wait a minute. Hold up. I'm Muslim. <laughs> I don't think you should be doing this which either would have or would have not caused the professor to change his approach. But you you took your home country's route here, lady. Mm. You, you decided to let this man con, uh, commit what you consider a sin, and then you fry his ass. Right. Bleep you, get out of the country. You, like you sat back and waited you to become offended. Yes. Yeah. You had every chance, lady. This is America. 
rapidly becoming not so, especially in the failed academy. You had a chance to prevent this, and you weren't adult enough, responsible enough, mature enough, disciplined enough to respond in the correct way. But among that person's peers, they will be celebrated for what they did. Look, look, look at the action that they, they were able to remove a, uh, a professor that was offensive to some. And that person will be celebrated. And that'll catch on quick. In oh, yeah. the October 8th email to Weta Tella, the professor stated that they, so this professor is a, is a, has got pronouns. Oh, yeah. I don't know who yeah. in the hell the professor is. That they uh, would let the class know ahead of time what would be shown to give students time to turn off the video. I did not try to surprise students with this image, and I did my best to provide the students with an out, the professor wrote in an email. I also described every subsequent slide I showed with language to indicate that I was no longer showing an image of the Prophet Muhammad. I'm sorry that despite my attempt to prevent a negative reaction, you still viewed it and were troubled by this image. Well, the school had every responsibility in the world to defend the professor. Right. And they was and, and then failed mm-hmm. thoroughly. But isn't this also the equivalent of essentially mayors not standing and having the backs of police? Wouldn't this be the same thing? Somewhat. Somewhat. It's somewhat linkable. But it's a, this is an atrocious example of too many administrators. Right. And they all are vying for each other's approval. And if, if, you're, if the bar you set is students shall be comfortable then what possibly can be taught? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that the isn't this isn't something? that the point of college though? Challenge yourself or be uncomfortable and ask questions. Not just it's all got to be cookie cutter. Call Hamlin and ask to speak with the president right now. Okay, rookie, you got the number. The, uh, I got it. I got by it. the way, the vice presidents are all under the president, so there is no president of the inclusive excellence, whatever. Yeah. They just, this, every, every department. Board, how had, many vice presidents are you seeing? Uh, inclusive excellence, institutional advancement, finance and administration, dean of students, uh, vice president and athletic director, vice president, general counsel, vice president of enrollment management. So eight, seven, seven, it looks like. Well, if they only have seven they're they, they, they bowed to the one that didn't make the most sense. Maybe they were just too cheap. To I can have see where you would you like have... me to phrase the question. Uh, we'd like to talk to you about the dismissal of an art professor. Thank you. Uh, her name is Fainice yep. Miller. Miller. Fainice Miller. Fainice yep. Miller. We'd like to talk to Fainice Miller. Fainice Navidad. Fainice Navidad. Fainice Navidad. Fainice Navidad. I don't want to pursue it. I, she obviously will not come on the air. They're probably She's in probably some sort of winter break or yeah. something. And probably having lunch. I, I, uh, I'm i getting voicemail. Yeah, just forget voice. it. No, don't. You sure? Yes, positive. Hang up. Hang up. Hey, this is Joe Susher. Okay. What <laughs> <laughs> hell's going on there? <laughs> is your refrigerator running? Better go catch it. Thank you. 
Does your nose run and your feet smell? You were built backwards. Where's the ACLU? Oh, protecting the professor? Yeah. This is akin to, and I'm out on a limb here and not even that sturdy of one, but I'm going to say it anyway. This is akin to the food fraud scandal in the sense that I'm convinced that part of the reason the food fraud scandal existed as long as it did is because everyone involved in who could have done something was afraid to be condemning of black people. In this case, Somalians. Yeah, you're right. And now, now here you have black Islamic students at Hamlin, and they're they're all going to throw themselves under the bus for these students. Right. If you're that right. means losing a teacher in the art history department, who gives a bleep? You can always find another art history teacher right. and one who will not show a picture of Muhammad as we continue to destroy this once noble academy called Hamlin which I think has become an instant joke. Why would anyone go to school there? Uh, because you want to act like that. Those are the people that are going there. I have the, um, I have the list of the offices and services directory of Hamlin. Mm-hmm. She's pretty long, Joe. A lot of people <laughs> over there working. We got a lot of jobs. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the problem. There are so many of them. <laughs> Look at this one. That they're like fire ants. They have to compete with each other to hang on to this nothingness that they're calling a job. Would you like me to call the Center for Excellence in Urban Teaching? No. How about the Center for Excellence in Global Environmental Education? No. How about- it's all meaningless. Unbelievable. Wow. That's a lot of payroll. Yeah, oh, that's no. a lot to keep track of. So the students at Hamlin, in this case, quite literally, live under Sharia law. They have an office yeah. of well, sexualities and gender diversity initiatives. Well, you got to have that. How do you start that? <laughs> How do you even think that up? Better, better question. <laughs> yes. Better question. What's it pay? What's it pay? Mm-hmm. They live under Sharia law. Hamlin's not capable of being embarrassed. Hamlin's not capable of being ashamed. Hamlin will continue to deteriorate I have a small, as a failed academy. I have a small ray of hope. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, included in the Office and Services Directory, they have the Bush Memorial Library. Oh. How about that? That's After great. our former president. No, I would think that's a different Bush. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Mr. President, did you spend any time at Hamlin? I can't even read. (laughs) Did you take the ham line at some point? I took the ham line when I uh, zipped through St. Paul when I was talking to Joe. And remember, he wouldn't get off the phone with me. And I said, Joe, I got to go. And uh, I finally hung up on him. I had some brush to clear. That's a different bush. Isn't there a bush? uh, Walter uh, Bush. Philanthropic uh, group in the Twin Cities. Uh, James Bush. No. Uh, Billy Bush. Randy Bush. Played Randy for the Twins. Bush. Yeah. 25. Yeah. John will find it during this great. Where is I'm Where's John? Already. Okay. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi, uh, Hi Mr. President. Hi, Jack. <laughs> Don't say that at the airport. <laughs> My God in heaven. Having no ads is fun. Uh, this is ridiculous. This is, this is pathetic. Can Very I finish strong. my text to Kenny now? Yeah. I, f- I found a letter from Faye Nees and David Everett, the vice president for inclusive excellence to the 
to the community at uh, the college. Yeah, well, yeah, get this. They're just you can't yeah. say that. I want you to read it. I want you to read it when we come back. It's it's pretty long. No, then don't. Well, basic, basic, basically, it just says you know the the guy shouldn't have done this and he screwed up and we're trying to. Uh, it is our intent. It's not our intent to place blame, but intent to note that the in incident uh, should show respect for the observant Muslim students in the classroom should have superseded all academic freedom. Ooh, how about that you. quote? How about that yeah. quote? There is no Jeez. such thing as academic freedom, which is why the academies failed. There is no academic freedom. We got no academic freedom. Free the academics. <laughs> what a bunch of BS. <laughs> This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 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 Wow. That's, yeah. All right. Uh, Bush Memorial Library. Who's yes. it named after? It's not named after President Bush. The only reason I even said it was to Maybe get they it. named it after beer. <laughs> Bush. 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 Oh, uh, it's named after A.G. Bush. Mm -hmm. Bush Memorial Ooh. Library. Who was he? August. He was a longtime Hamlin trustee and benefactor. There you go. You think they called him AG? How you doing, AG? AG, what's up, man? They called him Bushy. Yeah, Bushy. Bushy. His hockey name was Bushy. <laughs> yes, because it's ended with a long you gotta E. Gotta have a Y there. Or a Y, yeah. Now let's look at AG. Hey, Larry. <laughs> Same. What would Larry's nickname be? Because he's What's already wide. Smithson. Smithy. 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 Hey, Smithy. Smithy, what's up? <clears throat> One of the greatest things that West. Well, if you can't go with the Y, you go with the S. So it could have been Lairs. One of the greatest Lairs. things West Walls ever confessed. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what. Walsy. What player it was, but he was on the other team. He's like, Walsy, Walsy, over here. It was and Andrew Burnett. Was it Andrew Burnett? Yes. That just passed him up the puck when Burnett was When Burnett was playing with Colorado. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Walsy, Walsy, over like, here. I can't believe it. And, and he flipped it to me. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he on with us? Is that why he told that story? Uh, it could have been. I don't Royce know where. I used to have him on. Maybe that was it. But all I remember is him God, telling was... that story. He was so damn good on the radio, but then he couldn't do it anymore because of, of the tie with the other station in town. Oh, which was stupid because he was only doing TV. He stupid didn't have rules. a stupid rules. But man, he was he would have been a really good uh, radio guy. I think he's just a good dude. Yeah. Who cool, Wes? Wes Walls. Oh, Walls. He got a pencil crisis. Here I was uh, at a Vikings game with him and his son. We were in the. Um, what do you call it? The place where you get to eat the free stuff. The cafeteria. The, no, the Viking <laughs> Stadium, the new one. The Medtronic deal? Is that what it is? I don't even know. I've never been to a Vikes game. Oh, they there. got the big shrimp, like at the Hubbard party. Do you they? get the big old shrimp. Uh, you were spending some quality time away from family again during this. Uh... <laughs> remember, when, remember when we called Ricey on, was it the Friday of Christmas Eve Friday? Was it a year ago? I gather that uh, your hard work ethic has nothing to do with you avoiding your family. <laughs> <laughs> well played. He texted me yesterday to see if we were going to do Monday Night Sports Talk. I said, no, we're not working today. He said, what kind of haul did the boys get? I can't, I don't even want to know what she spent. Oh, boy. 
I do know what she spent. <laughs> and you don't approve of it. Oh, yeah, you do. Come on. Well, the number of people who get a check keeps, <laughs> in, keeps increasing every year. Merry well, Christmas. Are we still having more kids? Stephanie's due any minute. I mean, after that, I know she's... I think they're tying it up after okay, that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, you he's, going in. he's going in, I, is he? Don't, don't you think it'd be a good idea if Joe started sending us checks for Christmas? Yeah. Our kids are kind of like yours. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of. Just, you know. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Hey, kind of. Anybody watch the uh, Paul Simon thing last week? What's that? It was a Grammy tribute to Paul Simon. Was I excellent. Watch I just that if you paid me. Did he die? What? Well, I don't. I don't care about him. Did Paul Simon die? You, you got to be. He's not any good, John. <sighs> Joe, Paul I'm Simon? starting to really doubt that you know what a songwriter. He is. just eyeballed me. Yeah, I can see that one. Didn't he? I can see him? Did I miss something? He didn't die, did he? No, he didn't. It was a they. Every year they usually salute one person <laughs> who's historically. Oh. How can you like a guy though who was beat up by his wife? <laughs> I suppose you got to let her hit you. You can't fight back. Was that back. Edie Brickell? Yeah. Edie. They're sitting together at the uh, tribute. They were they were getting along just fine. Yeah, Are they, they still together? They counseling. They, uh, they still married? Yeah, they're still married. They've oh, been married for 30 years for them. this year. Something like Let's, that. Uh, they battled through. It was it was really good time. anyway. And you can watch we it on demand. We spent an hour on like. that. No, we spent 38 minutes. We didn't start till 10 after. Let's go to John. That's fine. Oh. I'm going to bring up the Paul Simon thing right away. <laughs> yeah, and then that letter you found. Oh, okay. Let me, uh, let me. Oh, goodness. Now I don't know where my news oh, is. Oh, letters. God, I'm confused. Oh, my God. Every day. You know, I got a problem with letters. Home Alone, too. We wow. watched that three times in the last couple of weeks. You got to love that. Kevin. Well, well, but here's the deal. That guy gets hit in the face with a brick about yeah, eight times. Right. He'd be dead. Right. Uh, there's some a movie. There's some concussion issues. Well, or you, you. Hey, is Tuva Lua Lua uh, done yeah, again? He might be done for the year. That's a Spanish, that's an Irish lullaby. Yeah. That's an Irish lullaby. The problem is he's going to try to play so he can get paid. He hasn't well, made any money. Did you see anybody close to him that can say, look, it's not your, it's not worth it, kid. Did you see how he got this week's concussion? Are we still talking about the home didn't alone guy? Didn't even look that bad. To well, me. he got tackled by the feet, and then his head bounced off right, the ground. Right, right. Yeah. Are we talking about the home alone guy? No. no. I'm talking about the quarterback for the Dolphins. Mm. Tour. Thanks, Rick. Now that's going to be in my head. The Dolphins have a quarterback. Tour, Laura. It's an Irish lullaby. Did uh, my man Baker Mayfield win himself a job? Not with the Rams. Not with the Rams, but maybe somewhere else. Why not? Else. They like Matthew better than him. Well, Stafford's a better quarterback. Oh, I've always been a Baker guy. Yeah, he's I like a, him. He's kind of a petulant douche, though. Oh, he he does great ads. Remember those ads he did? Those ads yeah, were wonderful. They were clever. Yeah. It was a good campaign. Oh, how excellent. about the new one from the uh, Don't Become Your Parents guy? Did you see the new one? I haven't seen Is there the another new one. one? No, yeah, no. it's uh, um, for the book signing. No, not the. It's it's newer than that. At know. least it was new to me. I had never seen it before. I'll see if I can find it. It's really funny. Those Let's are great ads, man. The guy who plays the guy is Oh, wonderful. I know. Yeah. Uh, we don't need a line monitor. Folks, let's tuck it in here. It's, yeah. uh, the line's in shambles. Even his fa <laughs> the faces he makes are just perfect. Yeah, it, that was a, what we call uh, good casting. Let's go yes. here. We don't need a line monitor. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. 
And now from the wait, that's well, like yeah, the we, old, we already <laughs> did that one. So I gotta play this guy right here. He's a man who's we start knowing hardware Apparently. stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushere. Is that you or Dylan? That's Dylan. That's Dylan there. That's this one with the vocals, right? Yes. Nice. Yeah. The guy that sounds like a chipmunk. No. Is it? Yeah, you're right. It's actually a guy and a woman together. I got an issue with his route. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Hey, Tom, hey, GLers. Dylan, Dylan and I were driving home for Christmas. He's as far as uh, Albuquerque. Right. No, he's, he went to Dodge City yesterday. Dodge City. Yeah. You mean for next Christmas? He, you know, he's he's going to be here in time for next Christmas. <laughs> he, he stayed on Wyatt Earp Boulevard yesterday oh. in a hotel in Dodge I City. Gotta, I got to be honest. I would have much rather been in Albuquerque with how crappy the weather was here. Here's yeah, John Height. Hi. True. How are you? Uh, let's see. I have a lot of things to mention before the news. Um, we talked about the thing at Hamlin or Hamline. <laughs> The president, Fainese Miller, and the associate vice president for inclusive excellence, David Everett, sent a letter to the, quote, community at Hamlin, Mm -hmm. talking about all this. Muslim community or everybody? Everybody, the entire student body. Yeah. And uh, it's a long letter, so I won't read the whole thing, but they bring up academic freedom a lot. Mm-hmm. But but it seems to me that this would be the opposite of academic freedom, wouldn't it? What what they're it doing, is. They're, is. they're saying in the spirit of academic freedom, we do not suggest that some material be stricken from our classrooms and not shared with students. This does not generate new knowledge, but we do suggest that the indefensible can be taught as well as material that offends. But how we teach it and how we share images and content oh, matters. BS. These people right. are liars, and here's the only thing that will get to them. Uh, their benefactors have to withdraw. You know, if there are any GL people who write checks to Hamlin, Money talks. Uh, you're going to have to tell them how you feel. This can't this can't continue. Yeah. The school is meaningless. That's that w- an absolutely meaningless school right now. Yeah, and that letter says that uh, through about 25 paragraphs. It says it six times in the same words. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense the way they said it. Uh, then, uh, let's see, we have the Bush Memorial Library at Hamlin. That's uh, not that, George Bush. It is sure. not. You are correct. It's named after A.G. Bush. He's a longtime Hamlin trustee and benefactor uh, in the old days, I'm assuming, since the library opened in 1971. I tried to look right. up A.G., but could find nothing uh, right. about A.G.'s uh, background. Not even a plaque. That's odd. And then something we talked about off-air if you didn't see it, you can watch it on demand. There's a great uh, Grammy tribute to Paul Simon that aired on CBS last week. Uh, and it's uh, a bunch of uh, people paying tribute to Paul doing his songs. So very good artists doing that. And then Paul does three songs at the end. And it's a really, really, really good watch. And I don't remember who. He's okay, uh, I guess. Who's the guy? Uh, who's Ooh, who's our fellow in Montana? Uh, that's who Scott. alerted me to Scott it. Mature. Scott, yeah. Scott's the one who alerted <clears throat> me to it. Uh, and uh, he was right. It, uh, it was it was quite. Did well he do done. the duet with Chevy Chase? Uh, well, Dave Matthews actually did. You can call me out. I, would, I can't watch it if Dave Matthews is on it. There's nothing wrong with Dave Matthews. Oh, he's dreadful. That's government you. music. Why don't you, you know, go I'm, listen to some Canadian boring band or something? I am of the age <laughs> where basically everybody my age loved the Dave Matthews band, and it 
they don't really do much for me. The first two albums I liked a lot, and then after that, they all kind of became the same. Is that Crash, Crash into me. Crash into me. That's a great song. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that song. They probably right. got an electric car. Every time I hear the name Dave Matthews Band, all I think about is their tour bus unloading the cargo unloading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. onto that poor person that was standing below the bridge. We used to have a great fan named Panji. Get out! I, I was going to say, thinking, what yes. was her name? Panji. Wow, yes. Panji with a P, and she was a huge, vehement defender yeah. of Dave Matthews. Yeah, she's a huge fan. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. In what right, way yeah. did Dave Matthews she come just, up in conversation? I think I probably ripped him or something, and she wanted to confront me about that at a uh, Black Sox golf tournament, Dark Sox golf tournament at in Prior Lake. Ah, yeah. we I we all ripped him pretty good when the bus incident yeah. happened. I remember right. it was pretty funny. Right. We went after him pretty. Good. I have seen them live though and was very entertained. They did oh, great a band yeah. show, wonderful right players, both of them. <laughs> Got him, both of them, double barrel. What? Yeah, what? What I miss? Uh, he's, I miss. He's saluting me. Yeah. Oh, under I see. the table, under the table. I see. All right then. Can we do the news? I'd rather talk music. <laughs> in the news our sponsors require us to do the news there's a today, great group that has sponsors. the worst name what's that uh, they're called their their name is spoon well yeah they've been around a while i know and i just a horrible name it just it, it turns me off what would you call them really? fork <clears throat> i don't know what i'd call them but it wouldn't be spoon mm. that's just huh. dreadful dreadful spoon. what do you get when you add it we're down to one traveling wilbury too aren't we no, we got two. Dylan oh. and uh, Jeff Lynn. Oh, that's right. In the news, flight cancellations continue to add up at the uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport Tuesday morning, leaving many post-holiday travelers stranded. This despite reports from a Mr. Joe Souchere that the weather's just fine. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> What's wrong with Sorry. In the metro uh, area here, yeah, just fine. Right, just fine. MSP. So outstate, uh, what do you think? I'm nuts? <laughs> well, outstate was somewhat. bad. Someone Let's is. take a vote. Who thinks Joe's nuts? Yeah. <laughs> Who's nuts? Jeez. Minneapolis <laughs> reported 32 canceled. Just, sure. Okay. 32 canceled flights and 14 delayed flights by 6 a.m. this morning. Uh, Southwest Airlines, as you probably know, is responsible for a large percentage of flight cancellations this holiday. It canceled more than 70% of its flights Monday, uh, more than 60% for this morning, and warned that it would operate just over a third of its usual schedule in the days ahead. They say that'll allow crews to get back to where they need to be. Late Monday night, the U.S. Department of Transportation announced they'll investigate the airline's compliance with its customer service plan. The agency says it'll weigh whether Southwest could have prevented any of the cancellations, although the company has blamed winter weather for complications. Uh, on the other hand, drivers should finally be in the clear if they're heading home this week. The Minnesota 511 roadmap showed dry pavement across central Minnesota and light snow covering roads around the edges of the state early this morning i want to have a tirade okay. about this and but i think it would be misplaced the uh the meteorologist started warning us about this storm a week ahead of time mm -hmm. yeah yep. and nothing came to fruition in the metro yeah it it did come to fruition outstate and then other cities but nothing but the tirade I'd want to have, but I think it would be based on by being naive, is, okay, you're here, it's Monday. You want to fly to uh, Albuquerque for Christmas. Okay. You can't wait till Christmas Eve day if this weather forecast is going to come true. Every news report that I saw, obviously, we're, we're at MSP, and we're finding the, the, the husband and wife that are trying to get back. 
Well, what did you expect? Either, this is the busiest travel week of the year. Either go Tuesday or call your family and say, you know what? We're not even going to go to the airport and try. The weather forecast up here is uh, pretty much telling us that there'll be nothing Ooh. but flight delays. Oh, oh. Yes, you in the back. You know what this is? What? It's another extension of I can't bother or can't be inconvenienced in any way in my life. Much in the same no, way. No, but that's where it becomes unfair because a lot of people would say, well, look, I can't get off work. I I can't just leave my work arbitrarily on a Tuesday when I was scheduled to leave my work on a Friday. So there's that. Uh, so I it would be unfair to say, uh, what did you expect, people? But if you had the chance to leave other than when you planned to leave, you should have. But is it a case of not enough people paying attention? I don't know. But uh, but for you to take it out on Rookie, it's not his damn fault that an airplane, you know, you know what I mean? I don't think uh, I, I understand that. Uh, it's also it's also a very strong component of man, he, human, people, man. people <laughs> losing sight of nature. Correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm, uh, my schedule is going to go on regardless of what the weather is doing. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I'm kind of with Chris, though. Everybody feels a little entitled to me, it seems like, yep. about everything. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. I can tell you when there were delays and or people missed a flight and you have to put them on the next flight and they're standby and they don't get on, they start to get a little testy. But one guy last night, he missed. He came f- after the flight was closed, was put so he didn't get on that flight, put on the next flight. He didn't get on. And I was racist because he spoke Spanish. Huh. Huh. That's why he didn't get well, on. You, you are the other two people racist. ahead of him did. Yeah. They got on. He didn't. They were white, right? That's why they got on? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> and that's how we, I mean. But there was a video that was circulating where this woman was, I mean, I can't believe the patience that this person behind the desk was showing. And I'm thinking, that poor human being has no concept of reality. Yeah. Meaning, she probably didn't watch the weather. She probably had no idea what's going on. But in her world... Her not getting home is the fault of that guy behind the counter. You guys were mocking me when I told you that my life's goal, with few exceptions, is to never have to go to the airport. Oh, I do not mock you for that at all. I can't take it. I I would not have handled any of that well. No, probably not. Yeah. But okay, but you just cited your internal uh, instinct would have forced you to make other plans. You would not have let it be. Yeah, up to the airport. You would have made different plans. But Joe would have also tried to make those plans without weather. I got to get back. Yeah, what time can I? Uh, Nick Mancini. Bloomington police say formal charges for five people accused of having a role in that fatal shooting at the Mall of America may not be filed until tomorrow morning. According to police, a charging extension has been granted, meaning charges from the Hennepin County Attorney's Office will be due at noon on Wednesday, the 28th. The charges have to be filed against all five suspects by that time. Five people, including three 17-year-olds, have been arrested. They have yet to be identified by police due to their age status as minors. Two others, 18-year-olds. Sick of that. Sick of that, by the way. Thank God he wasn't shot by a cop. Two others, 18-year-old Tayshawn Wright and DeAndre DePrado, are also suspected of playing a role in Friday's shooting. Police think either Wright or DePrado pulled the trigger and killed 19-year-old Raymond Hudson of St. Paul at some point during a fight involving nine people in the mall's Nordstrom store on Friday evening. Police say they're still reviewing evidence. No other arrests have been made. Was that the early suspicion, Joe? What? That he was? No, no, no. no, no, Oh, okay. I I didn't. 
in keeping with that thought, my wife said, why did it get to that level of escalation? You can always you can always sense when there's a, a discrepancy or a, a heated some heated tension. Why wasn't somebody on the horn saying uh, it's about to go down? Somebody's got to get over here, Nordstrom second floor men's section, and have security there or Bloomington police right there. Is that the world's largest mall or the country's largest mall? It's probably the country. I believe it's North America's largest enclosed well, mall. Well, it's going to go under because this the, who who in the hell is going to take a chance to go there if this keeps up? Well, remember when it was Camp Shoot Me, Camp yeah. Snoopy, we were yeah. having people shot. 500 people showed up at a vigil at the Stillwater Lift Bridge to remember 20-year-old George Musser. Musser's body was found late Sunday afternoon after a search by family and friends in Stillwater. He was last seen leaving Brian's Bar and Grill at 2.10 a.m. His family realized about 5 a.m. Saturday he hadn't come home, according to his aunt and godmother, Ann Weber. The family found his wallet near the freight house, a restaurant near Brian's, and where his vehicle was parked. His keys were found in the area near a dumpster. The family contacted police and started organizing a search, family expressing their thanks at the vigil at the hundreds who looked for their son. The Stillwater Police Chief Brian Mueller said there was no indication of foul play. They are conducting an autopsy. Weber said police have found video of George throughout town in the time after he left Brian. She said her nephew had been drinking and was disoriented. Musser's parents lived near uh, nearly a mile from Brian's bar, about a 20-minute walk. His body was found about two and a half miles from where he started walking. His aunt said to these young people going out and drinking, use a buddy system, be with people you trust. What's with the discarded keys? By the dumpster, I don't know. I, it, we didn't... There wasn't any sign of foul play from what I heard. Uh, uh, discarded wallet and discarded keys. Well, it's, I just looked into it like he was mugged. But they don't suspect that. No, I, I looked into it like disoriented to the point of, you know. Disoriented to um, the point where he might have tried to start the dumpster. I'm not trying oh, to be right. funny. He was that right. inebriated. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. Um, you well, the Mall of America is the 11th largest mall in the world at 5.6 million square feet. The ranking area does not include Nickelodeon Universe, uh, the indoor amusement park of the mall with an area of 300,000 square feet. The largest mall in the world is the Iran Mall, uh, which is... Uh, no way. I see a really bad Levi's store. The Iran Mall? Yeah. What, what no, the hell is the Iran crap. Mall? He's full of crap. No, I'm dead serious. Uh, number one is the Iran Mall at 21 million square feet. It, and I always pronounce this incorrectly. Is it Tehran? Tehran? Tehran. The second largest mall is the IOI City Mall in Malaysia at 8.9 million square feet. There's no Iran Mall. Right. The South Welcome to Chili's. <laughs> How many in your pocket? <laughs> 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 and you know what? That chili uh, looks just like the one in Bloomington. Exactly. Yeah, it's not something. Estonia. The South China I don't want to hear any more about the this. the third largest. Ukraine yeah, is exactly seeking a United Nations-backed peace summit to end the war with We're Russia. Foreign Chile. Minister Dmitry <laughs> Kuleba said in an interview with the <laughs> AP. UN responded with caution, however, saying it could only mediate if all parties agreed. At the same time, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov threatened Ukraine with further military escalation if it refused to recognize Russia's annexation of Ukrainian territory. Did you see he lost the sausage king? I was just going to say, meanwhile, Russian sausage tycoon Pavel Antov has been found dead at an Indian hotel two days after a friend died during the same trip. Yeah. They, they were visiting. 
They were visiting the eastern state of Odisha, and the millionaire, who was also a local politician, had just celebrated his birthday at the hotel. The reason all of this, Joe, may find it suspicious, mm -hmm. late, late last June, he appeared to react to a Russian missile attack on a residential uh, area in Kiev uh, by saying it's extremely difficult to call all this anything but terror. That's so, right. And he fell out the window again, that Abe Froman, uh -huh. the sausage king of Russia. Hmm. Well, that seems to be a problem over there. Your war of terror. Huh? That seems to be a problem. Guys is falling that, out of windows. There's a lot of guys that are suffering defenestration. Mm, yes. Defenestration. I love that word. Yeah. Uh, back to the weather. You know, for you know what it means? Getting thrown out of window. Thrown out yeah, of window, yeah. It comes from fenetra. Ah, you told me this. Oh, French. Yeah. French? What's fenetra mean? Yep, that means window. Oh. I believe that also happened in the... Uh, Dearborn hijacking story where a guy was thrown through a window. He got arrested for doing that. That's why. What's with you guys? Back to weather for just a moment. Buffalo bracing for fresh snow today. Still counting fatalities and striving to recover from the deadliest yeah. storm in western New York in at least two generations. A Buffalo's death toll right now sits at 27 with at least seven other suburban fatalities. Wow. That surpasses the historic blizzard of 1977, blamed for killing about 29 people. Weather Service predicted that as much as two more inches of snow could fall today. That goes with four feet Oof. of snow. That so fell in 77 was how many years ago? 45? 45. 45. Yeah. So 45 years ago probably was prior to the climate change talk. Yes. Yes. Uh, because climate change talk has certainly entered this storm mm -hmm. that I've read. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about the bills they had to spend Christmas at the airport hotel because they couldn't get back? Did oh you guys God. see that? No, I did oh, not see yeah. that. Uh, in Buffalo, the dead were found in cars, homes, and snowbanks. Some died while shoveling oh, snow. And unfortunately, others died because emergency crews couldn't respond to medical crises because of all the snow in the area. Well, and that's why MnDOT was basically begging people here, don't go anywhere. Because if you get stranded, you're on your own. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of those tweets that were circulating over the weekend just basically saying, stay home. Don't, don't be out on the yeah. roads. I'm hearing simply red right now. Simply red, nice. Oh, well, my on my own, that's not simply Did red. Sing that? No, that was Michael McDonald and Patty LaBelle. Whoop. On my own, never mind. Speaking of soul music, my next story, Rook, you gave me a perfect segue there. A Got huge it. death in the music world. <laughs> yeah, accidentally. Since we last met a huge death in the music world, we lost one of the architects of the Philly Sound, producer, songwriter, and arranger Tom Bell, dying at the age of 79. Bell was known for innovating the signature R&B sound used by groups like the Spinners, the Delphonics, and the Stylistics. He was born in 1943 in Philly. He was a member of the songwriting trio The Mighty Three, which consisted of himself along Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff. Uh, how about this? This is a list of songs he co-wrote and produced. This is just a few. La Tell me La it's one of my favorite Philly sound ones. Go. La La Means I Love You by the Delphonics. Uh, Brand New Me by Dusty Springfield. Didn't I Blow Your Mind This Time by the Delphonics. You Are Everything by the Stylistics. One of my favorites, People Make the World Go Round by the Stylistics. Betcha by Golly Wow by the Stylistics. Stone in Love with You, the Stylistics. Another one of my favorites, I'll Be Around by the Spinners. Could it be I'm Falling in Love by the Spinners? One of a Kind Love Affair by the Spinners. Ghetto Child by the Spinners. Rock and Roll Baby by the Stylistics. You Make Me Feel Brand New by the Stylistics. Mighty Love by the Spinners. Rubber Band Man by the Spinners. Jeez. I mean, the list goes on. How about, what about did he do? Am I black enough for Who did street lights? Oh, my Journey. Goodness. Crusaders yeah. with yeah. street Crusaders. lights. Yeah. Crusaders with, uh, I don't remember the female singer, but. Yeah. 
but yeah, uh, anyway, uh, he was involved in some of the finest music made in the 1970s. So. Why'd he die? He was 79, Joe. Well, so I, what? Well, That's pretty much it now these days. <laughs> <laughs> Pat wow, and you, was, I mean, what are we going to do here? That wasn't was very good. Cancer? That didn't work out well the way we said. I, I did not see a cause of death in any of the stories. Did you? No. Did you? Well, 79, no, he apparently just died of old age. Yeah. I don't think right that's right out of gas. <laughs> Hell, Keith Richards <laughs> is 79. <laughs> Have you seen him lately? Yeah, he looks like he's about 69. He quit drinking and everything. So, yeah. oh, did he? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they still hate each other? Drugs. Aerosmith, don't they all hate each other? Aerosmith. Aerosmith. What's Aerosmith have to do really with come Richard? up with Aerosmith. Oh, boy. Hey, held. Oh, I got it. I, oh, oh, my gosh. Hey, how are you? Mega millions. The malls. The malls here. Mega millions tonight. Uh, 565 million. Who's that? Got my already. I got it. I don't need gas. One ticket. And I'm telling you right now, I'm pulling a Reno 911 when I win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. I'm gonna wait till we're on the town council, and it's gonna happen. You know, we're we're negotiating for me five days a week. It'll be this every yeah. week. In Reno nine one one. I did love what her request was oh when she god. walked in. Oh god, that was funny. Uh, you're the uh, second person yes, that's, yes. Made that's required that or indicated that. Uh, that will be uh, two hundred ninety three million. By the way, if you take the cash option, wow, so, wow, yeah, somebody's go. got to win. Yeah, yeah somebody's got. Might, well might as well be. Might as well be Yeah. Wow. A renowned, a renowned New York City Catholic priest was revealed to have had a secret son who he raised while amassing a seven million dollar fortune. He is the Reverend Louis Giganti, well known for both his civic work and for being the brother of mob boss Vincent the Chin Giganti. Yeah, the chin. The, chin. the priest led a double life where he took a vow of celibacy, but returned home each night to live with the son that he fathered in 1990. Giganti lived with his son, Louis Gino, and in the boy's ma mother in the leafy New York area of Westchester and commuted an hour to the city where he was a priest at the St. Athanasius Roman Catholic Church in the Bronx. In so addition, wait, did, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but just to, for clarity, did he have the son and then became a priest? No, he was already a priest when he had the oh, son. Oh, whoa, yeah. just like the old, a couple of the old popes, huh? In addition to his work in the priesthood, he ran a development company that built affordable housing and helped him make lots of money. He left that fortune to his son, Luigiano, after his death last month. Uh, his son had opened an internet cafe and coffee shop back in 2017. His son told the New York Times his parentage was an open secret in the church and the community, but that his father was never booted from the priesthood because of his larger-than-life personality. It was holiday behind bars for a man who allegedly hit his girlfriend in the head with an angel figurine during oh, a Christmas boy. morning. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> Those things aren't that strong. Right. Well, that's uh, funny you should mention, uh, mention that, Joe. Uh, it was Frankie Caldwell, 55 years old. He hit the victim around 7 a.m. with what's being called a fragile Christmas ornament, causing yeah. it to shatter into pieces. Oh, the 53-year-old woman is described in court filings as Caldwell's on-again, off-again girlfriend of nine years. Huh. When, when police got to their Clearwater apartment, the victim described pieces of the figurine falling down the back of her dress. Lucky she did not suffer serious injuries. I can describe all of them. Caldwell denied attacking the victim, claiming instead that she hit him with the angel figurine, but cops noted that Caldwell, who was bald, showed no injuries on his head, while the scene was consistent with the victim's account. Uh, Caldwell was arrested on a pair of 
battery counts and booked into the county jail, he remains locked up on $7,500 bond. When you're They're entering a, the off again part. Well, no. that's what I was just going to say. When you're at nine years, don't you need to make a decision? Yeah, by you got to fish or cut bait, huh? Yeah. I mean, hey, yeah. we're on again. No, now we're off yeah, again. We're off on happening. this time. We're okay. Here, this take time. this gotcha. angel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want it, huh? I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> Update to a story we had a while back, uh, uh, our neighbors uh, over in North Dakota, my home state, a woman who brought a wild raccoon into a bar earlier this year oh has boy. been uh, put on a year of probation. I remember this story. Yep. Aaron Christensen of Maddock, North Dakota, pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges of providing false info to law enforcement, tampering with evidence, and unlawful possession of a live fur bear, according to the Bismarck Tribune. Northeast District Judge Donovan Fauti gave her a suspended six-month jail sentence at a year on probation, and she had to pay $1,100 in fines and fees. According to court documents, Christensen said her family found the raccoon, named, of course, Rocky, on the side of a road, was nursing it back to health when she brought it into the bar September 6th. A bartender said Rocky didn't get loose, nor did he bite anyone, but state health officials still issued a warning about potential rabies. She's somebody's kind of woman. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The Christmas story reminded me over the weekend, a loyal listener, Dan Winnesota, retweeted your 1976 column, Tis the Day Before Christmas. I saw that, and I read it, and I swear to God, I don't remember writing it. Really? Because, man, was it good. Yeah. So I'll, I'll post it to the Garage Logic website. That it's really was good. written about three months after I became a columnist. So that was a very early column of mine. And you read it and you went, damn, I was good. Yeah. And the day before, he was telling everybody, I got to write for tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's hurry up here. I got to write for tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I got to, come on. Let's go. <laughs> I, uh, I use this story only because of the police description. A suspect reportedly tossed several drugs out of his car window during a high-speed chase. In- investigators following him said it looked, quote, like a snowstorm. According to police, officers tried pulling over 60-year-old Tim Hughes of Downey at about 11 p.m. near Westminster and Beach Boulevards. That's when Hughes refused to pull over and a chase ensued. One of the officers involved in the pursuit put in his report saying it looked like a snowstorm as he began throwing the drugs from his vehicle. More than six ounces of methamphetamine, seven ounces of fentanyl were seized. Officers also found 300 fentanyl pills, an ounce of heroin, and about six grand in cash in Hughes' vehicle. Hughes was arrested and is facing several charges, including possession of narcotics for sales, felony evading, and destruction of evidence. No injuries reported in that chase. Let me look something up here. Yes, uh, where is the NFL schedule? Right here. Okay, where is Buffalo this week? I believe they're home against the... So uh, they're playing somebody good this week. Monday night, I think. Oh, is it a Monday night or... No, I, it's Buffalo at Cincinnati ooh, Monday. Okay. Monday. Okay, that presumably would get played. Yeah. Uh, but how will Buffalo... I'm hearing the Buffalo airport might not be open till Friday. Ooh. Maybe they'll just bus it from Chicago. <laughs> Where are right. they? Well, they were in Chicago. I don't know if they made it out of there or not. Oh, they were. Oh, because I, I said that they had spent Christmas Day at the O'Hare Hotel or whatever is right next to the airport. The Sabers are canceling games; they can't get a game in. That would make. What if they had to do it? Well, I guess it's in Cincinnati, so they'd be fine. Yeah, I don't know, Joe. Don't know what to tell you. John, thank you. Okay, you that's fantastic. Happy New Year! Here we go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> What's that? Collect our thought. 
Now let's collect our thoughts. Speaking of the, I didn't want to. Did you see the the meme rook of uh, Sally enjoying her her first snowfall? So it's no some on Twitter. Some young woman, and she's oh look at the snow, and then there's an old lady above her, like sanding her foot, <laughs> and I instantly taking her of callus you. off. <laughs> Look at the funs. Ah. Catching a snowflake. Ah. <laughs> what's, it, what's the other lady doing? She's sanding the bottom of her foot with one of those. Uh, what, what do you taking call this? Uh, she's taking off the um, callus. Taking off a layer. Yeah. I don't get it. Because it looks like snow. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> Hairspray is coming to town. Who? Hairspray. Really? I swear to you God. You need to get media tickets? You need to get, you need to get some tickets for that. I show. swear to God. if You, you are not going. Oh, yes. Hairspray is a fantastic. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. It is a great movie. Right, John Travolta I... as the big chubby mom. Christopher Walken as the husband. And then who's the? Is it Michelle Pfeiffer that tries to seduce him? Yeah, yeah. It was John Waters, right? Wasn't it John Waters' film? Did I you think? see the? Is it called a meme? What's a meme? Yep. What's a meme? Social media short picture, video picture. Yeah. Of uh, Klinger on the set of Mash. Yes. Wearing a dress. Yes. And then, to, and then these two fruitcakes in the government, the when uh, they're military uniforms, the uh, fruitcake who steals suitcases, and the other guy who's a in the Defense Department or something. And what was it? What did it say though? I forget. The caption said, um, "Comedy becoming reality." Yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot she died. Speaking of John Travolta, that his wife passed away. That was almost two years ago. Kelly Preston, right? Wasn't her name Kelly Preston? Ain't he one of them Christian scientist people? I think they were. Scientology. Scientology. Yes, I was corrected by the chairman one time. There's a distinction. What? The chairman. Does the chairman practice that? No. No. No, but he knows the difference. He's smarter than I am. He knows the difference. I got a little note. Ooh. Were you nervous for a second? Uh, well, it was from uh, who was the old secretary? The secretary? Yeah. yeah, I got one of those from the weather once. Oh, did you? I, I think I said it was cloudy or something, and it was bright sunshine. Oh, <laughs> she sent me one thing. That's the benefit. What of is that you people not there? knowing? What is uh, that? This is sparkling ice black raspberry. Oh, I still it's the best, man. It's the best. It's all um, I drink now, Rook. Thanks to you. But at Sam's the Club, ice. they don't. They weren't not selling it right now. Hey. Okay. Do you not buy the Aldi stuff anymore? I like a couple yeah. flavors of that. Yeah. Where do you like to buy your water? You it's like cheap, buy your water. It's half the price. I drink water from the tap. No, you oh got to get God. your Groveland tap. Hey, Groveland tap is up and running again. I know Alice works there. She does? Mm-hmm. She works for uh, my buddy Craig? I don't know. Ask her about Craig. Craig is he, Hassel. Isn't he the guy you went to high school with? Well, he was my next door neighbor growing up. Oh. And uh, he's great. He's a great guy. He does a great job. He's into. David, uh, what is it? Stephanie Shemp and David Burley. David Burley told me he's the most dedicated employee they've ever had. I just don't want him to fall down the stairs and have a heart attack. Craig's a big guy. Oh, is he the guy that would fake people out on the airplane? Mm-hmm. It's Gary Selberg. <laughs> Gary Selberg was a huge, he was my buddy with John Sikora, who's also a listener, a podcast listener. He's huge, bigger than Royce. Well, he's taller, a little skinnier than Royce, but he'll go down. The air, airline aisles, <laughs> and I'll see a lady there, just a scrawny lady, and he'll kind of head fake in and just watch as they're like, "Oh my God, this beast is going to be sitting next to me." 
And that so, dude can put away uh, vodka like no other. Okay. So my flight to Detroit, granted, it's it's packed. So I get up because we were sitting on the tarmac for three and a half hours. Oh which, my whatever. No, we're waiting to get You did not fly Sun Country. I did not. Yeah. It starts with an S and it should be H I T Airlines. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yep. But anyway, so I get up to go use the restroom. They said, Oh, if you okay. There's two rows of empty seats. And I said, Hey, um, is it okay if I just sit back here? No, those are occupied. And I said, by who? Right. The invisible family. The, we're all on the plane. But she was not having it. She was it. not having it. It no. was, mm-mm. Well, the mistake you made was asking. Yeah, but I don't want to be that guy. Well, just be that guy. No, because then it turns into a situation. Mm. I should have said, oh, I'm just waiting for my kid. He's in the he's in the bathroom. Well, there's nobody in there. Ah, he's been in there That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, uh, what flight it was. 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, two removals for intoxication. At 11 a.m.? Yeah. On the day just, after Christmas. Yeah, it was just, and the one girl, she was 29 years old. I said, how old are you? 29. That's 29. <laughs> and I said, oh, man. And you know who uh, was on this flight? Uh, Jenny from KDWB sure. on the morning show. And she tweeted out a picture, and the picture was me escorting them off the so I sent her a message. So why don't you say hi? Blah blah blah. Do they have to be pulled off if they're hammered? And if they're disruptive. What if they're not disruptive? You can have a cocktail. You cannot be intoxicated. And if you're passing out, you're intoxicated. We don't know what your behavior is going to be like when you wake up. What you're going to be like. Well, so what you if can... you're asleep in your chair? Who gives a damn? Well, you look. They look for if signs. You don't know of... what you'll be like when you wake up. They look for signs of intoxicated passengers as you go on the Who's they? ticket counter, the gate agent, yeah, and then the flight attendants. You gotta have a bump before you get on the flight. Just that's to fine. Deal with people. Just don't have. But seven. you're none of those titles. What are you? I'm a customer service shift manager. So he I missed manage the undercover boss. Third yeah. level, third boss. level assistant chef. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I would say when I was a supervisor, I was. What's but... the line from the office? Assistant to the regional manager. Yes, to the regional manager. <laughs> <clears throat> so there we go. So she sat at the bar <laughs> with this other guy and got hammered. Yeah, and they weren't together, but Ooh. they just met at the bar. Oh, and so pounding away and. Little, uh, she was a little disheveled. Mile High Club. Uh, I'm not gonna say that, but uh, oh, yeah. the uh, the guy uh, was very apologetic, and she didn't give me any harm. Uh, I mean, what do you do at that point? By the time the flight attendants call me, I have to remove them. Where was she going? I don't remember where they were going. Were they going to Phoenix or? Ooh, I don't remember. Ooh. I am 29. 29. Yeah, just every day, it's something new. Mm-hmm. Was it? Uh, you would have had the best podcast in America, but you won't do it. I can't. I can't do that. I would have been called out so many times. You because they are. You would have had to figure out how to do it, and you didn't want to put in the time. That would be a number one what podcast. Are you, what are you, in America. Beretta? What are you, yeah. Beretta? Yeah. Tales from the port. <laughs> and then this guy got in a spirit light on spirit flight. That's the just. I only got one more item. Worst. I gotta go. It's one thirty-four. I didn't even realize. Let's that. go here. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Are you writing today? Nope. All right. Uh, All right, meatheads. I gotta buy. I gotta bail. All right. I'm rolling. 
You cannot stop him. He'll just make yeah, a move. Yeah, Funkify! Joe Suchere. Funkify me! got to Funkify. <laughs> New York Republican Representative-Elect George Santos. Oh, this is so great. <laughs> admitted Monday to lying during his campaign about his work experience and education. Santos, who will represent a portion of Long Island, made the confession during an interview with the New York Post, though he insisted that lies would not stop him from serving his full <laughs> two-year term as a congressman. I am not a criminal, he told the Post. This controversy will not deter me from having good legislative success. I will be effective. I will be good. Why Why does this idiot even get to be in office? Why not? Well, he was elected by the people. Feels the power. He wrote in his campaign biography that his grandparents were born in Ukraine and escaped the Holocaust by fleeing to Belgium. Hold on. Uh, we don't know so that. This before, is the best part, best part right here. Before fleeing again to Brazil, yeah. leading some to question whether he was in fact Jewish. And last week, the New York Times reported that claims made by Santos about being employed in the financial industry and working for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup could not be verified. While speaking with the Post Monday, Santos confessed that he never worked for uh, directly for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, suggesting that he probably could have used a better choice of words. Instead, Santos said he worked for Link Bridge, which did business with both Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Before Rookie leaves, the best line, John Heyman, baseball writer, says, I think he was technically Jew-ish. Yeah. In, <laughs> well, that's kind of... <laughs> Well, but Chris, Chris, what? This, you know why this is funny? What? That's exactly what he says. That's oh my god! I did not. Okay, I didn't. That's know why that. I when I said when Joe brought that oh. up, I said this is the best part. Go ahead, Joe. Let's, I'm let's sorry. Story. Uh, Santos said he never graduated from college, <laughs> despite saying he received a degree from yes. Baruch, whatever that is. I didn't graduate from any institution of higher learning. I'm embarrassed and sorry for having embellished my resume. I owe up to that. We do stupid things in life. Santos said he is Catholic. <laughs> Although, though his grandmother told him stories about being Jewish and converting to Catholicism, he claimed ah. he's gay. He's accused of, he was accused of not being gay because he was married to a woman until 2020. Huh. Santos addressed those claims with the Post Monday, saying he was married to a woman for five years, but is now married to a gay man. He also confessed to being a deadbeat tenant in Sunnyside, Queens, adding his mother's illness put the family into deep medical debt. Okay, what in the wow. Republican Party, which continues to be as failed as the failed academy, they, uh, they're just going to sit back and let this idiot be a congressman. But what power do they have? I don't know. Ridicule them, fire them, do, do some damn thing, the, invent uh, something. Jewish. The, the, the quote that uh, yeah. he's, he said, and this is a quote, I never claimed to be Jewish. I am Catholic because I learned my maternal family. Jew, not too shabby. <laughs> because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jewish. Jewish. Ish, you wish, you know, you wish, not Jewish. But you watch. This is this guy's gonna be a lifer. All he had to do was get in, and he's in, and they're gonna keep reelecting him. 
I, I'll, I'll promise you that. Look what he did. He just, he checked all the boxes. Okay, I got to change this about me. Now I can check that box and just change this about me. Now I got to check. That's all he did, Joe, and he got in. He's in the club. It's a great system we got there. Only because. <laughs> Aren't you happy you came in this week? <laughs> well, that Hamlin thing blew my mind. Oh. Uh, only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldWideWaftage.com. It was on this day. December 27. In 1846 that David M. Clow was born in Lyme, New Hampshire. He settled in Isani County and served as governor of Minnesota from 1895 to 1899. During his tenure, the state raised four Army regiments for service in the Spanish-American War and began construction of the new Minnesota State Capitol. Cloud died in 1924. Uh, In 1858, on this day, Charles Reinhardt, accused of murdering carpenter John Bodell, was lynched in Lexington. His case had not yet been brought to trial. On this day in 1906, December 27th, Monoman County was formed. Monoman is an Anishinaabe Ojibwe word for wild rice. Many Anishinaabe peoples, including the Ojibwe, have a historical and spiritual relationship with rice, mm. with the plant. Got it. On this day in 1957, 1227, Orville, uh, Governor Orville L. Freeman announced that Minnesota will crack down on drinking drivers urging sheriffs in the state to resist local pressures to reduce drunk driving charges to charges of careless driving. What? So in 1957, the 29-year-old that got pulled off the plane by rookie (laughs) could have driven and would have been charged with careless Careless. driving. That's a careless driving ticket. When did it change? Because I've heard great stories. Well, they're not great. They're ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, I've heard stories about what people used to get away with. And it's amazing. But when did the crackdown occur? In the 70s? I don't know. I mean, somebody woke up to the fact that it's not funny. And uh, there was one famous businessman in St. Paul who drove off the high bridge and landed on a gravel pile. Didn't get hurt or anything. And lived? And he's still trying to drive the thing. He's on a gravel pile. Oh, my God. That's yeah. How long ago was that? I heard of another guy who was taking the babysitter home Uh-oh. and drove out onto the ice looking for her address on the on the ice houses, the fish houses. And she said, uh, uh, we have to go back to land. I I live at such and such. And she was taking he turned <laughs> around on the ice. And, I know of a guy that tried to drive Vogel home and asked, which house is yours? Yeah. Still what? I don't know. Yeah. Wasn't that you? The, uh, no. Oh, that was Roycey. Not me. Dang it. Nineteen eleven is when they first had the law, Joe, but it doesn't look like they took it real seriously until maybe sixty one civil sanctions. Oh, I DWI. would say it, I, oh, I would say it, I, you could get into the seventies before you were faced with the devastation that you're faced with today. Point one oh in nineteen seventy one became the the level. Is that less than zero eight or no? More? That's, that's more. More. One point one zero. Oh. And now it's point zero eight. Point zero eight, correct? Which yes. is almost one. Just shy. Yeah. So if you're if you're two, 
you're are you pretty much out of it if you're a two? I would guess that. Yeah, you're... I did the uh, test once. Uh, the highway patrol and the city hall got together, and a bunch of us took the test okay. and drank. And I was like Johnny Fever. <laughs> I didn't get worse. Oh, I forgot about that episode. Yeah. 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 Remember did he get better on the air? As his yeah. reflexes yeah. got better. After got better. <laughs> oh, he said, well, show. it used to be a hobby of mine. <laughs> it used to be a hobby. Well, thank you, GLers. We'll see you tomorrow and Thursday on this last week of 2022. A lot of GLers thankful we decided to come in. This I week. am. Yes. GLers, do us a favor. You still have time to give the gift of Garage Logic, just like young Gabriel Mikulski did. You can give the gift of the Garage Logic Town Council. Hey, as Joe wants to remind us, don't forget to sign up for the Garage Logic 1000th podcast. That will be. No, it's the celebration of the 1000th podcast. That's what I meant. There's a distinction. At the Hopkins Center for the Arts with pre and post at our friends at 30 Bales. It's going to be spectacular. More details at the website garagelogic.com. And the Garage Logic YouTube channel is there for you to subscribe because we are posting daily content for your amusement. Hey, we'll catch you tomorrow. Johnny, don't forget to send me news stories. Okay. What? I was just watching the Rams put their kicker on IR. Did you see this? He got hit. Russell Wilson threw a ball out of bounds on purpose. The kicker got hit by it and it injured him. I can't believe how bad he is. Boy, did you know, Seattle looks like geniuses. They came over the hall for him. The, the big, you know, that that game was on Nickelodeon. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did not know that. Uh, so the NFL are marketing geniuses. So what they do every year on Christmas Day, they have, because Nickelodeon is a uh, is part of the parent company that owns CBS. Is that Viacom? Whatever it is. Sure. So here's how smart that they are. They have a weekly show called NFL Slime Time. Here's why it's brilliant. You're getting eight-year-olds that know the name of the Denver starting quarterback, where these kids don't even know if Denver has a baseball team. Yeah. So they're getting these kids into the NFL loop. Like, my kids love football because of Nickelodeon. And so this game was on Nickelodeon where Nate Burleson and some other guy, hey, they're doing the slime drop and all that crap. Then it made watching an absolutely awful football game somewhat entertaining. And so they had Patrick, he's on SpongeBob, and he was making fun of Russell Wilson. That's how bad he is. He's getting made fun of by a made-up cartoon character. Uh, He has been. I see they fired their coach, too. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, Yeah, that didn't last long. Although, isn't he probably relieved? All that money's guaranteed. What the hell does he care? Yeah. Didn't they guarantee Russell a big amount of money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a hundred million. Oh, 240. 240 guaranteed guaranteed good luck good luck fellas yeah i bet he ends up with the packers again hackett yeah i bet he goes back just not coach just maybe maybe he wants to keep his name out there or something i don't know yeah that'd be a good idea he had a (laughs) hell of a run with denver well yeah but he was good with the packers and if he goes back and they win hamlin university We talked about them today. Hamlin University. Hold on. Shoot. Hamlin. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Sorry.
Hamlin University should no longer be yep. sanctioned, comma, yep. chartered, comma, yep. or whatever they have to have to be a university, period. Listen and find out why. John Hyde News. Oh, boy. And that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Okay. You guys know how to play cribbage? I you, used to. Yeah, I was going to say I used to know how to because my grand, my grandparents loved playing that. Yeah, I used to play with my uncle all the time. And whenever anybody says something like what Joe just said, all I hear is my uncle going 15-2, 15-4, and that's all there is because there ain't no more. What did I just say? You said, uh, and whatever, it's all she wrote, I think you oh, said. Yeah. We also played a lot of uh, of uh, Euchre. I never played Euchre. Oh, I was, a, I was a ringer when I was 10, and I'm not kidding. I was really good. I would love to play cribbage, but nobody in my family would take the time to learn it because, you know, God forbid. Well, if you'd invite me over for Christmas, I'd come over and play with you. It's it's too late. It's December twenty seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas seemed anticlimactic this year. Christmas time. just kind of came and went and didn't feel like Christmas. Well, what did you do for it? Nothing. See, that's probably see it. see. There you. Well, go. I was lucky. I got to stay home. You know, we we hosted Saturday. My family. We did too. And then Sunday, we didn't have to go anywhere. It was fantastic. Yeah, we, we woke up at 5 freaking 45 in the morning. Oh. Dad, dad, dad. And then she says, you're going to miss this one day. All right, you're right. I probably will. So I got out of bed. I didn't do a damn thing for Christmas yet. Nothing. I kept wanting the Packers. Days are long. Years are short. Yep. That's exactly. what I told myself. Get out of bed. Make some coffee. You'll be good to go. Chris, you know what's going to happen, right? What? Packers are going to play the Vikings in the playoffs and beat them. Beat the hell out of them. <laughs> but why can anyone ever make a prediction about the Vikings again? Well, you can't this I, year. I, they could beat the Packers. Uh, they could lose to the Packers. I said he was going to make the kick. I said he's going to make it. They could uh, win a playoff game. They could. You can't. You can't ever take a stand on them anymore. They've had such a weird season. When uh, when Joe and I were youngsters, Chris, you were lucky if you could find a guy to make 10 30-yard field goals a year. And yeah. now it's just like guys are booting 60-yarders to win games. It's that like, could have been hell? a 70-yarder anyway. Yeah, made. it's amazing how much it's changed. Amazing. Well, and that's why much... the goalpost was at the front of the yard line. You know, it's at the end zone. Has <laughs> the ball changed? Is it like golf? The golf ball's better? Is the ball changed? I would assume so. I, I don't know. The technology, I'm sure, has improved. Oh, and I'm sure with training and stuff, they know. I mean, the kickers in those well, days they're were halfbacks, all, you know. They're all converted soccer players. And Wasn't that players. kicker Blanda? Wasn't he the quarterback? He was a quarterback. Yeah. All the kickers that were Don Chandler with the Packers, was he was Fred a halfback. Fred Cox was a kicker, wasn't he? Fred, Fred Cox, Cox was a straight kicker. Yeah, yeah he nothing didn't, else. was a quarterback. Oh, I thought nothing he was. Else. No. But he was a 30-yard guy. Yeah. Same what Lou Groza, who's considered one of the best ever, was a starting offensive guard for Cleveland and their kicker. Yeah, John, look up. What was Fred Cox's longest field goal? I bet it wasn't 40 yards. I'll bet you're probably pretty close. Fred Fred X, I just put. Hmm. 
Oh, so I'm not the first to ask. Oh, shoot. I forgot to put the date on here. Darn it. In his first season, uh, it looks like his longest ever was 46. Yeah. It appears. Darn it. So he's also well, today, a punter. Yeah, I know. I mean, you expect it. Well, you don't make those. You get fired. Yep. Yep. This kid, the Vikings, yeah, was pretty good. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, uh, he's won five games by himself. Ask Mike Zimmer. He caused Zimmer's job last year. <laughs> <laughs> do you know where Cox was raised? Ma- Ashtabula. Mon- Monongahela, Monongahela, Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh. John, guess who the Pirates just signed? I saw that. Rich Hill. They, He's older he, than me. Have you noticed they've collected some players this offseason that make no sense? Because don't you want to go young if you're Pittsburgh? I think they what they're doing is signing a bunch of guys they hope have decent ears, and then they'll trade them. Hmm. I'm going to a different computer. You don't want to talk baseball? No. Okay. Fred uh, Fred died in Monticello, so he must have moved Fred here. Fred died in Monticello, there. John said. I know. Oh. He must have lived here after his... Uh... He must have lived here, huh? Yep. He was a chiropractor. <laughs> what? What? He was, was a he chiropractor. Really? I'm not seeing that in his Wikipedia, but I guess I'll have to believe Joe. He'd know. I, I know guess. a guy I that guess. dated a girl, very pretty in college, and she called it a chiropractor. What? Uh, they're very rich. Yeah. She said, oh, I got to go to the chiropractor. I said, the, I'm sorry, the what? To the what? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, my back hurts, so I'm going to the chiropractor. Oh, it's a CH. And there was a there was a reason she had back issues, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I see. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Jess was not a fan of her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. Funny. The only thing that stinks, John, about getting the new phone is now I get 9,000 emails a day. Oh, really? Yes. But I don't care. I'm I'm very glad. Oh, no, I, I better not repeat that. Yeah, don't repeat that. Don't repeat that. Uh, thank you for the stories, Johnny. Yeah, I, I included the guy with the uh, Christmas ornament because I thought, nah. Chiropractor, Joe. Chiropractor. Can I hear through these? Oh, you're uh-huh. still on. Your mic is still on. I didn't shut it off yet. We're still rolling if that's what yeah, you're Yeah, but asking. these aren't plugged in here. Doesn't matter. You still be able to hear through them. I gotta play something for John. Is it a, is it copyrighted? Yeah. So what? I know, but then I gotta end the video. Well, you know, since we brought that up for the one uh, thousandth show, yeah, for bumps, you know, can we play actual I'll, uh, songs? I'll have or? To ask, uh, I don't like these. Wow, those are the Roycey cans. Those are terrible. Those Should... are the ones I made Stephen use on Friday because. They were those that the cord that was long enough that would reach them over here. Well, you uh, check on that, Chris, if you get a chance, please. Because, you know, we'd like to play some stuff maybe that's known. Uh, okay. Let me do an email right now. Uh, music. I'll just include you on it. Okay. Do you want it to your MSN? Please. Always. Please, always. Should please I just always. do it to you or do you want me to include Steven with it as well? Uh, you can just do it to me until we find All out right. what's going on, and then I'll. John is wondering about the use of music. Hey, how do you spell music? <laughs> on the one thousandth. So, our hey, Sue, serious question. What? The the show at Hopkins. Yeah. 
we're that's the only show we're doing. It's not like the setup we did at Tattersall, right? Right. It's the only show we're doing. Dan told me that. Okay. Left came right from Dan, Chris. Okay. Uh, I just sent an email. So you guys Thank can, you. I included you. Thank in. you. Christopher Reavers sent me something. I did. How come... Did the guy get hit in the eye with the figurine? What guy? Why is this, the, the mug shot of this guy with the ornament story? His mm -hmm. eyes all red. I used to, oh, we're still recording. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so I he may, he may have gotten say. beat up in the process of arrest is what I was going to say. Wow. John. <laughs> Send your cards and letters to Reavers at hbi.com. Ba -da -ba -ba. I was going to add another part to that too, but see, that would just be really. Thank infuriating. you. Thank you for, not, you know what I was going to say. Thank yeah. you for not doing You're that. welcome. Yes. Oh, have you seen the preview for Chris Rock's Netflix special? I have not. It looks really good. I have no. It's called Selective Outrage, which is pretty funny. Why have, oh, never mind. Oops, what am I getting here? Uh, too loud. Three plus rival teams have been in touch with the Forest Corporation about Correa after the Mets expressed trepidation. That's he's not going to sign that contract either. That's, I well, they the Mets were having problems with the physical thing too, just like the Giants were. There's no chance he's coming back with his tail between his legs to the Twins, is he? That'd be funny. My wife wants to know, we have a guest dog. She wants to know if they're being too loud. <laughs> oh. I can't hear anything, so no, I don't think so. Larry's got a buddy over? Yep, Norman. Norman's a basset hound, and he's goofy looking. Does he do one of those? He, he does, yep. yep. And plus, he's got, you know, his legs are about this long, but his body is solid rock. So oh, he boy. runs. He just runs into you, damn near knocks you down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> you guys dog sit a lot of people. Well, people found out because if you try to board a dog, it costs like a hundred bucks a day, and, you know, and we'll, you know, hey, you know, give us 20 bucks a day or whatever. And, and they know we love the dogs. So, right. You'll take care of them. Yeah. How about a cat? You want to house it, my cat? <sighs> I don't think that would go well with uh, Larry. No, you should just drive to my house and then feed him. And then you can <laughs> just, yeah, take care of him. <laughs> How many you got? You got more than one? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it came up over the weekend that uh, we should get another one. And I said, one more animal is added to this house. I will be getting an apartment. Wow. And there wasn't much trepidation for my family. <laughs> Did they say, see ya? <laughs> right. Holy crap. What? Well, God, I suppose. Oh, Chris Schaefer just posted his Christmas card. And I remember when his twin girls were born, and one of them is posed here with her college graduation photo. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. I see. You know. Wow. And what's really weird is if you have a friend or something, you haven't seen their kid in three, four years, yeah. you still think of them, you know, like this. Right. And then you see him and you go, Who, who's this? Every time someone sees William, they always say that. 
Yeah. And I guess, yeah. you know, I see him every day, so I don't realize how big or how fast he's growing, but he is growing yeah. like a weed. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Did you ever work Ouch. with Chris? He's a really good dude. I don't know him at all. No. Yeah. He's a great guy. He was doing middays at cities when I was there and he was going to school for meteor meteorology. Meteorology. Yeah. Cause he started, I think his first gig was at, what was that? The offshoot of what was it? 29. When it was its own station, not when it was affiliated with Fox 9. Mm, I don't know. It had its own channel. I think he started there. I knew somebody was going to answer your question because it what? wasn't in depth enough. What? Dan, Dan said, won't it be live music? What, what, uh, you want me to answer? Because I'll just yes, say, well, we're wondering about the copyright crap. And yeah, blah, blah, you, blah. You, you take it from here. Hey, thank you, John. Just keep me in the loop, though, but I'll, I'll I, stay out of it. I was just going to say, but I'll leave you in the loop. Oh no! Why didn't it go to you too? Who's Have it? you you got you got music on? Joe does. Oh, Joe does. Okay. Did you ever read that the the "Tis the Day Before Christmas" thing from Sush? Uh yeah. Because we t- I remember us. I remember us. Oh, did we talk about it? Once? We talked about it once, but it was I pretty don't good. Remember, it was pretty good. I was gonna say because I retweeted Oops. it from the GL account. If you want to read it. Oh, who took over for Bernard? I didn't listen. Boy, I have no idea. Yeah. I suppose I could just text Tony, but I don't want to bug him if he's not working. Wait, how's that possible? What? Their station Twitter account has 9,000 followers? How's that possible? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, here's the MnDOT tweet. Stay home. Do not travel. Today? This was, no, this was from... Oh, I was going to say, what? Thir- was it Thursday? Thursday. But then you'd see idiots, oh, i got to get some last-minute shopping done. <laughs> okay, well, you're going to freeze to death in your car. I love driving in the city during that weather, but I wouldn't be on the highway to save my life. Right. But in the city, it's great because it's just like, just like you think you're a pioneer or something. Well, even... <laughs> Coming to work today it was great. Was it bad? No. Oh, it was great. There's nobody on the road. All right. I just sent him a message saying we're just wondering if we can do cover. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I do. Hopefully, he'll answer in what we like to call a timely fashion. He's here. I saw him earlier. Yeah, I figured. Should say, you should have said, how do you spell music? How do you spell music? Is that one one C or two K's? (laughs) Uh, Why is Carrie Fisher? Oh, because she died six years ago today. Never mind. Really? Whenever I see people trending, I go, it's been that long. That's what it says. Wow. That's what it says. I never would have guessed that. Although you're no, worse at I'm, you're worse at the time stuff than I am. Yeah, I'm horrible with years. I don't know why. Just uh, doesn't work. Is right. Jordan Peterson nuts? I think he is. Joe loves him. Uh, Dylan loves him too. Uh, okay. I, I, you know, here's the deal. It, it seems like half the times he's nuts, and half the times he's not. So okay, he's just one of those guys that's kind of all over the place and. 
Joe loves them. I know that. Uh, what else on here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I got to get a lot of stuff done too this week. As of 7 a.m. this morning, Southwest Airlines, 2,511 cancellations. It's more than that. It's up to 6,500 now. Holy shnikes. Where did I see that? It was just here a second ago. I mean, I can see a few issues, but that's kind of ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It's 65% of its schedule. Jeez. I saw the 65. I'm sorry. Yeah, 2,500 flights. That's, that, that has, that's more than weather, right? That's got to be, they just don't have manpower. That's what they said. They were having problems with staffing and stuff. I, I don't know if that means people well, not showing geez, up. Or I don't know. Don't Maybe, uh, you know, this, here's a crazy thought. Maybe don't fire people over stupid COVID reasons. Oh, right away. You're going to make it political. I see. Well, sure. isn't that's the reason why, isn't it? I have didn't no they lay idea. off a bunch of people that wouldn't get vaccinated? Know, you know, I get vaccinated or don't. That's up to you, but you can't. Now I got to look. I think that's why. See, that's why I just say it to you because I know you'll look it up. <laughs> Fire people for no vaccine. No, they did not fire unvaccinated staff. Damn it. Sorry. So once again, your right-wing propaganda lunacy Uh, is proven incorrect. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Kenny texted me. Oh, what do you have to say? Well, I text because the, uh, what's that place? Moon wants to run a couple spots. <laughs> oh. I said, hey, uh, so I guess I, I actually decided to work. So let me know if you want to record this. <laughs> he responded with the Wikipedia screenshot of sycophant. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> I said, hey, uh, did you get the email about Moon? Uh, I, I'm actually working this week so I can record it with you. His response was the Wikipedia screenshot of sycophant. <laughs> Call me when you get in tomorrow. Nary can record. Okay, perfect. I figured he probably was listening. All right, boy. <laughs> That's a good one, John. See yeah. you, Joe. See you, Joe. Gonna go home and stare out the window. Okay. Eddie. Well, what's, uh, what's that? Okay. I had a fella stop me in Target Saturday morning at about nine o'clock. You know, I'm just walking. Are you out. Stealing again. I'm walking out and a guy stops. He goes, John, uh-huh. you know, one of those. Oh, yeah. he, he says, without saying hi, how are you? Who he is? Nothing. He just goes, is, is Joe going to keep working? Or is he going to stop after the thousand, <laughs> thousand, thousand podcast? You should have went. Yep. He I is. said, no, he's, he's, he's going to sign up and go. He's, he's going to work forever because uh, he just, he can't stand to sit at home and stare out the window. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. And then he, I said, what's your name? Cause I thought, well, this is odd. <laughs> You know, he's, you know, oh, Jeremy shook my hand and said, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Oh my God. You went to Target on Christmas Eve. What the hell's the matter well, with you? At nine in the morning. Well, was it so Christmas what? Eve? It was Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That was Christmas Eve. You're right. It was fine. It was no problem. John, no problem. I had to go. So I left here. She bought a couple of last minute things off Facebook marketplace for the boys. She got two basically brand new Lego sets for a fraction of the price, which yep. is a great buy. Yep. I'm posting, I'm doing all this stuff here and I get a text from her and she says, Hey, can you stop and pick something up on your way home? And I immediately just started to 
I think I was still talking to you then because I remember you going saying uh -huh. something. Yeah. And yeah. she said, and I said, okay, well, what is it? I, I said, I'm going to stop at 30 bales because I was going to get a gift card for my parents for Christmas because they were coming up on Saturday. Yeah. And she said, well, I was going to, and you know, the roads were awful. And she said, well, I was going to put the boys in. I was going to drive. I said, no, I'll do it. It's fine. <laughs> so I had to meet some random woman at the Minnetonka Target off 101 at whatever it was, 530. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I was pulling in off, off 101 there in 7. Yeah, and so I pulled in, and I just took a quick photo of the of the line to get into the parking lot, mm -hmm. and I said, "You're welcome." That's all I said. But it was kind of nice because I just parked on the side of the building and then ran in, and she was standing right there. And so I handed her the handed her the money, yeah. and then I was in and out. But still, it was that would yeah, that would suck. And then and then and then I had to go to the UPS warehouse in Shakopee. <laughs> because apparently when you order a new phone from T-Mobile, yeah, we signed up three weeks ago, but they said, hey, we're just, we're kind of back ordered on phone, so you might not get it for a couple of weeks. I said, that's fine. He said, well, we'll give you, they gave us a $50 Visa gift card for the inconvenience, which, okay, great. Sure, yeah. So anyway, um, but they deliver it to you. Well, if you're not home when they stop by, you have to go pick it up because of you know people stealing phones mm -hmm, and shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I go to the UPS, the big ass warehouse in Shakopee. Yeah. And it said, you know, has all the signs. If you're a customer this way, customer this way, customer this way. I pull in and there was 30 people in this poor, this poor son of a you know what. Yeah. He saw me walk in and he goes, Are you here to pick up? And I said, Oh, I am. <laughs> Why, I'm sorry. Yes, I am. He said, do you have your routing number? I said, I, I do. It's right here. Okay. I'm thinking, okay, I'm not having as bad a day as that guy. <laughs> but I couldn't even imagine doing that all day. And actually, I didn't wait that long, but I'm thinking, that's what this guy has been doing all day, that poor bastard. I uh, dated a gal back in the old days who, during Christmas season, worked for UPS. Oh, God. And she worked 17, 18-hour days. for, And she worked for a month, I think, something like that just as an extra job. Oh. And uh, yeah, she said uh, you couldn't believe the Christmas. Uh, no, thank you. And that, that was, what, 40 years ago, because I've been married for 30 oh. whatever years, because this no, wasn't Lori, you. it was a different girl. So, No, thank you. Well, Chris, I'm going to leave you now, yep. I think. Uh, town Council, I'm going to peace out on this one. And uh, 